Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hey, I'm back, I think. Oh, that's right, you were gone last week, I forgot Yeah, that. yeah, as always, except last week. Yeah. Uh, and that's all that's here, uh, no one else is here this week, because it's a doomsday clock week, so as always, uh, it's just me and Matt for these episodes. They had to ruin my joke by speaking before I did that, but I was going. To, I was going to do that. I was hoping the audio people would actually think he wasn't here for about five seconds until he started complaining that I, you know, blanked his introduction. That's why I didn't feel the need to really fight back because you know I'd already done it. <sighs> I preempted it. Connor ruining things. Powerful the course I guess. Regular episode of Comics from the Multiverse. Connor's ruining things. All right, so uh, we talk about comics, DC comics specifically, and coming up on this week's show is a huge show because we have Doomsday Clock number four, but we also have Dark Knight's Metal number six, which is the end of that event uh, and teases a lot of things coming up. So we got those as the headliners, but we also have Detective Comics nine seven seven, Wonder Woman forty three, Flash forty three, Batgirl twenty one, Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps forty one, The Terrifics number two, Teen Titans eighteen, Mirror Queen of Atlantis number two, and The Silencer number three. Uh, what strikes me yeah. funny about that big list of books is that next week four next month is going to feel anemic in comparison because the two event books are going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's this is the time where I I'm I'm kind of glad that there's no action at the minute. Yep. Yeah, no, no, that, that helps us. That would have been another issue this week. That as much as I, I that, that'll liked. still be gone next month as well. Right, but obviously, if if they just kept the schedule instead, because originally they weren't pushing it right, they were just keeping yeah. the schedule, so that that thousand would have been this week as well. Yeah, but I mean, who's to say though that? Um... Oh, that's true. Yeah, but who, who's to say like they would, they would have done something different? Uh, maybe they pushed it that way because Bendis was coming, or maybe they pushed it that way because it was the 80th anniversary or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it was the anniversary is why yeah. they did it. But I think you know the original plan was to just have it out on regular schedule so oh, that would have been yeah the thousands would have been this week yeah Bendis yeah. is coming you say Bendis is coming in fact we get a new round of Bendis is coming because the first one had the Superman font this one had the action comics font this week Lots yeah that's just, just what we all wanted right <laughs> yeah uh, it makes me laugh every time I read it because I'm like I always want to afford it to Connor ben, 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 Bendis came again oh. uh, <laughs> uh, right for Connor we we do have uh, we do have some news as well. Obviously, we had a lot of news last week. Uh, Matt wasn't here for all the. I'll nope. just in one word, Matt. Your feelings on Odyssey and Dark. Uh, yeah, Sejic drawing Starfire. That's the only thing that matters. So that, that wasn't one word. That was a lot more than one word. That was just I was one one simple word is always asking. Also, also Wonder Woman on a Justice League Dark team is weird, but cool. Oh yeah, but Dark Side on Odyssey's not. <laughs> No, shh, we don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was adorable. Wonder Woman on a dark team, though, that's weird. Yeah, anyway, that's weird. So, we do have some news, though. We had we had one bit of Fallout news from WonderCon itself. Something that we amusingly actually was kind of discussing last week as well. And then they kind of answered it, like, an hour after we stopped recording. Uh, but, so, we'll, we'll do that first. So, that, that is uh, the Green Arrow is going to be taken over officially by the Benson sisters in August. Uh, they're doing the annual, which I think is next month? Yeah, or May, whatever the week five is. Uh, there's an annual number two coming out with the Bensons, and Scott Snyder mentioned during the panel. He, he casually said, "Oh, and what the Bensons are doing with Green Arrow," and we had a bit of a debate last week about is, did he just accidentally drop that they're taking over Green Arrow, or was he just meant, or was he just referencing the annual? Mm-hmm. And I think we said it could go either way, based on the way he yeah. said it. 
And sure enough, about an hour after we stopped recording, they officially came out with it. Yeah, I don't think they came out with it because he said that, though, because it was at another panel. So it was like, it it seems like it was a scheduled announcement. That's fair. Uh, so oh, I know. She was spoiling stuff left and right. I just didn't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah, after Metal Number Six, it feels like yeah, there's a lot of uh-huh. stuff you probably should have said before we did so this. So I was looking at Didio <laughs> as he was looking, giving him those looks. Going, now I know what those looks were about. He wasn't just playing it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So not only do we have them on Green Arrow, we also have Javier Fernandez on the art. Uh, Alex Maliev is doing covers as well. Uh, so this all starts in August with Green Arrow Number Forty Three. Oh my god, you have Koi Pell and Maliv doing DC covers. I never thought I'd see the day. I know, right? Uh, on top of that, it's worth mentioning that they confirmed that Black Canary is going to still be in the book, Emmy's still going to be in the book, and Roy is going to be in the book. So, uh, Which makes good sense for Roy especially, since he doesn't seem like he's going to be on a Titans team uh, post-No Justice, so he'll be a supporting character in Green Arrow uh, going forward. So, mm-hmm. cool. I wasn't a huge fan of the Birds of Prey stuff that I tried, but eh, I'll give it a shot. It got better as it went, went along. Um, oh, that's fair. And well, after else? Percy had it for so long, it'll be nice to see something new, so a new voice, and we'll yeah. see. You know, but I'm not. You know, the Green Arrow is not one of those characters that I'll always pick up no matter what. So you know. Yeah, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm excited for this, but yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. Could be cool. Yeah, we'll see what they do with it. Um, obviously, we've got some fill-ins before we get to that, so we'll have a few voices uh, over the next three months. Yeah, so proper little palate cleanser. Yeah, so so we'll see what they do. Could could be good, could be bad. We'll find out. Uh, but we'll get a teaser of what the run's going to be like with uh, their annual. Uh, I think in May. So, uh, so that's the Green Arrow news. Uh, next up, we mentioned obviously Teen Titans last week. We mentioned that we had Robin, Emmy, and Kid Flash on the team, mm-hmm. but we didn't know who the rest were. And we speculated, and it turned out again. Like the next day, they revealed, oh, it's actually new characters with these three. It's not going to be other characters you know. So we have three new characters. Uh, this is going to be Adam Glass's Teen Titans. So we have Crush, who is Lobo's illegitimate daughter. We have Roundhouse, who's like a ganky-looking kid who has like uh, he can change his body into like different types of things, but he can form a wrecking ball. He can roll mm-hmm. up into a ball, and he's called Roundhouse, so that makes sense. And then uh, Jin, who is uh, it's funny. Adam Glass even even mentioned, yeah, at first she's going to seem like a Raven knockoff, but yeah. there's stuff that's going to separate her from that once we get into it. Uh, so it says here that she was trapped in her bottle for thousands of years, and only now is she got out, and now she's like a teenager. So she's still an adolescent, but she's actually technically been alive for my, thousands of my years. My familiarity with mythology is a Jin's just an evil genie. Uh, that's got bad news written all over it. I don't think they're even always evil, from what I've heard. Huh? Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. Just, yeah, I mean, it's just some, like a... some cultures just refer to them as jinn. Yeah, well, yeah, jinn is Arabic for genie. It's actually okay. literally just that word. Okay, well, then all the mythology I've ever come across, they're just always bad. It's always bad news. Uh, it's like uh, Voltheum in the Ring for Jessica. That was kind of based off of a uh, jinn. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah. Huh, well, so how much I know. Thank you, mythology, for leaving me alone again. Well, the uh, the best movie about a Jennifer is a is a genie slasher movie called The Outing from the eighties. I highly recommend. Yeah, it. and I got so excited you were going to say because I'm starring Shaquille O'Neal. Oh God, no! What? <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's still kind a of a joke answer because it's not exactly a good movie, but I like it. But yeah, I'm not saying Kazam. Kazam's terrible. I hate that movie with every yeah. fiber of my being. He makes it rain junk food. That's not even fun bad. That's just bad bad. 
Uh, I saw that movie twice in the theatres. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you, Matt? <laughs> so my mom took me and then my dad took me and I didn't tell my dad that my mom took me. And I was like, I've seen two. Oh, I was a Jesus dumb kid. Christ. Well, did you think it said Shazam? You got confused. Like, oh, so it's a Captain Marvel oh, movie. Oh, no. I just really see. loved basketball back in the day. I saw Space Jam like four times in the theatre. That's so, fine. Space Jam's yeah. good. Uh, Space Jam's yeah. Space Jam's good for what it was, yeah. Sure. Uh, you don't want to know how many times I saw Steel in the theatre. That's at least one good line of dialogue though. There's, there's a line, uh, Shaft at one point. Well, at one point, Shaft, when he's talking about his hammer, he's like, oh, I really like the Shaft. The Shaft's the best part. I'm like, yeah, very funny. But he's, at one point he says, I'll be dipped in shit and rolled in breadcrumbs, and I thought that was a pretty oh. good line. So I'll, 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 I'll give him points for that. Uh, so, <laughs> so, that. so what was the news we were talking about there Teen Titans, new characters. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Lobo's daughter's the, uh, an interesting one because we've always been told, you know, oh, he's the last of his species. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, interesting to see how they play on that stuff. Yeah, they mentioned she's yeah. never met her father. So cool. Although so. Lobo, the Zarnians can clone themselves from a single drop of blood. So, yeah, you know, we'll see how this plays out. So yeah, a story about her meeting Lobo for the first time is no doubt going to be something that happens at some point in the run. I would imagine. Uh, so. There you go. So it, it, it actually feels like they're going to play that like um, Raven and Trigon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so two of them are knockoff Ravens. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but Trigon's like this big, huge, evil demon, whereas Lobo is just this big, dumb, like, Space snatchy guy. guy. Yeah. 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 So. Honestly, Roundhouse is the one who's the most appealing just from images and concept. Yeah. He reminds me of the kid from Chris for the Wilder People that's also going to be in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can yeah. see that. Like, he's got that vibe to him. I'm, I'm getting that, and also, like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like you take uh, Chunk from the Goonies and you give make him the one who's got the powers. Yeah. I'm getting that kind of vibe from him. I like Gold Balls and Bendis' X-Men. Yeah, 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 I'm getting those kind of vibes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the last bit of news, this is one we kind of knew about already because we had that leak along with the Justice League trade from before that revealed the lineup. but uh, Sam Humphries has officially taken over Harley Quinn. Uh, later on in the year with issue 45 starting in July. Uh, we have John Timms doing the art, uh, but we actually have like a bit of interesting, like, what's that about kind of thing here. So here's the here's the official word that we got. So, yeah, so they have Harley kidnapped by two female Furies from Apocalypse who deliver her to one of Darkseid's elite, Granny Goodness, with an offer she can't refuse. Join the Furies, get superpowers and do anything she wants. It's a sweet deal and all Harley needs to do in return is hunt down a rogue Fury. And Harley's got a design that's kind of Big Barda-esque. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic looking. Yeah, so, so you, you get... I'm the... more surprised that they're not relaunching. At number one? This seat... Yeah, yeah, for Harley. I don't think that with the Titans be... either. They're, they're, they're literally yeah. only doing that with Justice the League Titans and Superman. The Titans I understand, Superman. though, because whatever's going to happen can fall out of there. But the main Harley book's been so detached from the regular DC that I'm just surprised they didn't just... Put a cap on that and just yeah. One. I think maybe what they're doing with this by by not doing it with this one is saying now when we relaunch to number one, it's because it's a really big deal. It's not just a new run; it's a big deal. And you know, Snyder taking over Justice League, Ben is taking over Superman. They're saying those are big deals. And yeah, sure, we're ha- excited for you know Percy on Nightwing. We're excited for Humphreys on Harley, but it's not earth-shaking change. Yeah. Oh no, it's you know. I just figured that's like an era of Harley, you know what I mean? Like the the Connor and Palmiati stuff. Yeah, they're getting so, yeah, omnibus. They've done like they've done like a hundred something issues. Yeah, yeah, but they've got an omnibus volume one coming out, so they're going to yeah. have like yeah, two yeah, of the omnibus. Yeah, they've done lo- I mean, they did about forty issues 
of this series, maybe slightly less in 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 Rebirth. They did a at least thirty odd before, plus yeah. a bunch of minis and other stuff that they've done. Oh yeah, the Gang of Harleys. Mini. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff too. So the the, the the Harley and Power Girl stuff that they did. Yeah. But hey, I guess I'll be trying a, a Harley Quinn issue when this hits, just to see how different it is and see if it's good. Hey, it sounds pretty great so far. It's an interesting concept of nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Harley on the Furies. Why not? <laughs> so, there you go. That's the news. So, relatively late compared to the last few weeks. I think last week we were like 50 minutes something before we got to the books. So, hey. <laughs> but we're under 15 this week. We're, we're doing I, good. I know. We're doing good. Which is good because the books are big. <laughs> We have we <laughs> yeah, have epic just, yeah. epic books, uh, so let's try and wake up Matt because he's over there being all being all sleepy. He was complaining he had yeah. only six hours sleep, which is actually less than I think Connor and I both had. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah, I'm not used to that. I need at least seven. <laughs> and oh, sometimes I had well. six, but it was just I had a long productive day yesterday, so you know. What's that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Madness. Uh, and Connor's drunk because we watched Arrow together last night, and yes, that means yes. that means he was drinking. It was, and I said he's a good drunk nap. Yeah, I, I, just a nap. <laughs> I got I got three hours, which I fell asleep while drunk. So, uh, you guys don't drink, so you don't really get this. But the drunk sleep is the worst sleep of your life. You fall asleep instantly, but you wake up feeling completely unrested. I I had those when I played football where. We, we had two practices. We'd have one in the morning and one at night. And so you'd get home around 8, get into bed, and it feel like you just closed your eyes, and then your alarm's going off at 6 the next morning yeah. to go do it again. And it was terrible. Yeah, like, The that, reason why it was called Hell Week. That's what it sounds like. So I've got my uh, my, my hydration fluid to, to get me through this. Yeah. Hydration fluid? Energy drink or if it's not an energy drink, because no. that's that's different. No but don't call it fluid. But, it's a drink. It's, it's, it's juice. It is. Yeah, but hydration Connerade. sounds better. Who's going to Connerade? Connerade. Sure. Yeah. Connerade. We'll be having a concert in 20 years' time called Connerade to help with his demented ginger disease. <laughs> no, we're putting him through rehab. It's Connerade. Connerade. <laughs> Can we get you two? Can Bono come and sing a song about Connor? I don't, I don't want Bono. <laughs> well, tough, you're getting Bono then. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I at least give me someone good. I'll be reaching out to Bono first now that I know you don't like him. Like, hey, Bono, I know you're like 85 now uh, by the time this is all going down, but still, you know what? Come, come sing a song. Charity, dude. Uh, uh, you know, that's how you get Bono to do anything. It's charity. Yeah. Do, do, do it pro Bono. You could leave, could leave your glasses on. Good, I wasn't taking them off. Oh anyway, so uh, let's talk about books. Let's, let's stop dilly dally to get to some uh, comics. We've got some big stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it says something that Dark Knight's Metal's out, and it's the last issue, but it's still not headlining because Doomsday Clock comes first. Yeah, the power of Johns and Frank. Yeah. That just uh, that overrules everything. There was an hour debate as to which to go first, but I thought, no, 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 we'll keep it consistent because Doomsday Clock will be going first every other time. So yeah. it's, it's happening. So as Doomsday Clock number four, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Uh, obviously, we didn't get one last month because we've switched to the what, every other month schedule. Uh, so this it is was. Bullshit. <laughs> Not the issue. This this schedule is killing me. It's yeah. upsetting, yes, because we this, like it a this lot. This was probably the. Thing that I was most excited for since Rebirth, like we started getting the hints of it and whatnot, and now it's the because de- it's not really a delay because it's built in. I mean, this but, one was uh, technically a delay because this one was meant to come out last month, 
and get pushed. Yeah. But yeah, the rest of all so, just technically on schedule. <laughs> and not that I'm not enjoying it, but it, the wind's out of the sails a bit, you know? So. Um, no, I, I get that. It's the same way I felt like through, through uh, I think, you know, Pete was talking about the way he talked about metal. After that huge rush of, okay, here's books every week. Yeah. And yeah. then you're waiting a full month. Yeah, I had more of an issue with that with metal because that was like two months of like issues every single week. And then all of a sudden there was like time between issues. It was weird. Right, I think, but it's it's a similar effect here where the books are, you know, the quality hasn't changed. It's just no. the extra weight feels so much more. So it, it's like you're, you're overhyping it a bit more because you're waiting for it. Eh, I, eh. I mean, I I, I I have absolutely zero disappointments about this issue, but <laughs> you'd, you'd oh, I, was, I was tad disappointed, but we'll get there. I, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed, but I, I'd say it's hands down yeah. the weakest issue of the four. Can, can you guess what my disappointment is? I think it's the I think it's the least exciting issue because it's so focused on one thing. So it's it's not we're not getting a lot of like the threads from before. There's no there's no um, Mamie Marionette. There's no Luther. There's no like all these the things. I'm really the stuff I'm really enjoying. Yeah. None of that. Instead, they make it a direct like what happened after Watchmen issue, and I'm just kind of like. I like Watchmen, but I well, like this other stuff. Way I wouldn't more. describe. I mean, it does kind of do that. I wouldn't describe it that way. This is clearly the 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 spiritual successor to the Rorschach issue and the original Watchmen because it is kind of neat how that last issue ended with him going to Arkham, and just like the original Watchmen, the following issue after Kovacs got arrested is like the issue of focused on him with a psychiatrist in in the prison. This is what this issue is. It's this this Rorschach's version of that. Uh, it is. I think the problem is I don't know if I needed it yet. Like I don't know if I needed this extent of an issue for for Ro- for this Rorschach. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's just kind of up to. Uh, I would have loved an extra issue of him interacting with the people of Arkham first. You know, like they they tease about Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and mm. the, the you know the zebra face guy. I don't know his name. Uh, let's call him Zebrahead from from henceforth. Uh, and then they, they tease Harvey Dent. So it would have been cool to see this guy from, from a really twisted world react to Arkham. But, you know, for a couple of issues and then get what, what was in his head, why he's so messed up and and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, instead, this route. I would agree it's the least exciting one so far, but I wouldn't necessarily say I'm disappointed in any way. Like, I still think it was solid. I still think it did everything it wanted to do. I was still excited as I was reading it. Uh, the ending, of course, left me with a twinge of like oh no it's still a, it's still a good issue don't be wrong mm-hmm. i just think it it feels weaker than the other three because the other three all give me really exciting things all constantly all the way through all the issues oh, like, sure, oh yeah. what's this what's this mm-hmm. whereas this one i'm like okay this is solid storytelling yeah this is the story of how he of course turns out to be mal's son you know the psychiatrist from the original which basically it was the best guess anyone had because it was the only thing that made any yeah, sense. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we discussed that yeah. as one of the options. Uh, uh, unless, know, yeah, unless it was someone that we'd never met before, it had to be. Which honestly, I was leaning more towards. I, like, I, I feel like okay, so it's, it's it's the one possible connection to a character from the first book that it could have been. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we need to do that, but hey, I I do like it in a sense though because we find out that afterwards, like when. It, We'll talk about Mothman a bit, but when he gets the, like, the box of stuff back and he starts reading through his dad's journals of like talk, talking to Rorschach, and I'm like, okay, right, so I, I see how this kind of leads to him taking on this and kind of becoming Rorschach himself. I'm like, okay, right. So that, that's kind of the, the, the through line. So that, that, that works well enough. And uh, we kind of find out that everyone who was sort of on the outskirts of the, the, the New York disaster kind of 
they survived but they went insane like this like the sight of this and like going through it's, it was just so brutal. yeah it's this it's this form of ptsd and they start blaming it on the alien squid but we all know that the squid was an alien right it was a creation of, of v right so you know so it just it broke all their psyches that this happened and Veed, who tried to make everybody unify around this, it we, did the we, opposite. We do know, though, that the, 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 the squid did have some psychic properties, so that might have actually yeah. enhanced that's, the effect. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like an alien invasion like these. they, they were chalking it up to. Like, no. You know? That's what no, we're but, but I think what we're saying, though, is, is that's why they've went crazy. It's not just PTSD from seeing the explosion or whatever. It's it's right. more from like, the effects of this, the, like, the, the, the psychic that. blowout yeah. sort of thing that, that kind of they couldn't handle it. Yeah, think of it as a psychic shockwave, I guess. Right. Yeah, and, and it really affected him because he was, you know, at ground zero, and it's almost because of that seeing his parents. His parents did die, right? That's yeah, 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 they're, they're yeah. dead. They're dead on dead. Yeah. They were there, and the combination of that, and then healing, trying to heal from it in this really broken world while reading Rorschach's journals. Probably not the best recipe for a healthy mind. Just, just to clarify, it's his dad's journals, not Rorschach's journals. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all based off Rorschach, right? Oh, yeah, I'm just before someone correction the comments. So I'm just gotcha. making clear where... Yeah. It's all his dad's I, notes on Rorschach. If I Rorschach can stop journal. people from having the ability to correct us, I will. <laughs> gotcha. Nothing pleases me more than denying that right. Like, no, yeah. this was accurate, damn it. Is that why you're so mean to Connor all the time? Uh, no, ah, no, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. Okay, I guess, that was my best guess. Yeah, so I mean, much like Nissa on Arrow this week, therein lies the fun. Uh, so wait, <laughs> let's not drag Doomsday Clock down with this. Let's not. Uh, I'm just, just gonna say, do that one more time. She's an Algol, right? <laughs> she yeah. is an Algol, yes, Nissa Algol. Right. And she easily had her best episode ever this week because she was tormenting Felicity and it was glorious. It was. Uh, anyway, so so no, so so we get all this stuff. He befriends Mothman, this, this the guy who used to be a Minuteman, and he essentially trains him. And we see that he, he keeps escaping because he, he makes like his moth wings out of bed sheets and like bed springs. And, like flies yeah, the off first the time you see him, he's just naked on the on the he's roof with these sheets around. Naked. Because you think uh, he may just be committing suicide, he's like, oh, no, I yeah. can fly, like, I, I can just visualise it. And I was almost expecting a punchline where he just, like, he goes out to fly and he just, like, lands and, you know... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but no, he actually just flies off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he does that, you know, several times, brings brings him back stuff, we, we see how awful... And I, I, what I do kind of like about this show is you, you see him get more unhinged and more Rorschach-like as it goes on, because when he snaps, when the, the orderly smashes his dad's mug... And he just like yep. snaps, and, and then later on he sm- like, he just stabs like a guy in the hand. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is starting to feel so, like Rorschach. This is a gradual transformation into him. But where I feel like his is still more restrained, where where Rorschach was always turned up to ten, mm. he has explosive outbursts, and so I like that. That's how they're different, you know. Uh, yeah, and obviously there's the, the 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 obvious little thing of the the jigsaw puzzle with the missing piece of uh. Yeah. And who is that yeah. missing piece? part of Vite's face was it not yeah yeah right? yeah it's part of his face and obviously the idea that there's something right in front of us and we don't see it and it's like okay we found out that it's him he's behind all this which leads to him escaping uh, and of course we have the very big like glorious symbolic death of the moth to the flame as as, as Mothman yeah. walks into the fire 
because he's ready yeah. to be done. Yeah, it's a consistent image. We have the the mosquito to the light as well. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got the, the bug light and all the rest of it. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's this thing at the end, and obviously right at the end as well, the the, the bug that dies in the light is very uh, Manhattan esque. The way it, like buzzes out yeah. in the light is a blue light. Yeah, I, I I did see an interview with uh, John's talking about this specific thematic idea, <laughs> and um, it, it's the idea of you know we we always look towards the the knowledge, even though. It it could be dangerous, you know, learning more stuff. Well, like, that's, you know, you... that's the one well, of the original sin story, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't don't eat this fruit. Don't eat this fruit. I ate the fruit. Now I'm in trouble. Like you can't help pretty, it. It's pretty much, kind yeah. Of, you know, it, you know things, and therefore, okay. Now now there can be problems. Yeah, because even Adrian, like when when he, he goes to because he goes to murder Adrian, he, he, he tracks yeah. him all the way to the Arctic or whatever, and he finds him, and he comes in, and he's about to kill him. And it's you know, right, and we, I think we realise because it says like like we the knowledge, the public knowledge of him being behind us is actually the same year. It's nineteen ninety two. That's where we started right. the story. So everything's happened at a condensed amount of time uh, from when that yeah. came out. Obviously, he was in the the, the asylum for a while, but uh, it's been six years, right? Because did it take place in eighty six? Uh, I forget when Watchmen took place. I forget. That sounds around about then. right. Mid eighties. Okay. Yeah. Roughly. Okay. And. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes and and obviously maybe separating him from Russia because he actually doesn't go through with it because he like sees remorse in his eyes and he's like, no, we need to save the world and obviously yeah. it's them setting off to go find Manhattan. He's going to explain stuff, but uh, just to go along with that that running metaphor is Adrian even says, "I saw the light too late," you know, just yeah. this idea of seeing the light and you know the light being dangerous and everything else. It just it keeps coming back to it over the course of this year and even the idea for uh, Rorschach here, this this new Rorschach is. The idea that he's taught that he should see what he wants to see, and over the course of the, the issue, he sees, uh, you know, he starts to see Rorschach. He starts to see what he wants to see for his own vengeance, for his own mission, yeah. for his own delusion. It goes from seeing his parents' corpses in the Rorschach test to, you know, his new vision, and that was going after Veet. So yeah, I like that. I like that. A lot. I also like what it did with with Frank and the Rorschach, where it would like it was a close up on the mask, and then it becomes the ice. Like, mm. it's oh yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, and obviously, I do because one of the things I was thinking about early on in this year was like, I mean, obviously, I I, I like the Batman put him in Arkham, but I'm like, would he really just leave and never think about him again? And then obviously, the psychiatrist comes in halfway through, and it's like, okay, and and his narration like Rorschach's like, oh, he's nothing like my dad. He's he's colder. He's not like this. He's not like that. And at the end, you get that little reveal where you just see the mask on the the table and like a little you know mannequin head, and you just hear like. And you just realise it's Batman. It was him doing his disguise, like to yeah. Go and there's talk a little batarang just next to it, just to make yeah. it clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. as if Alfred saying Mister Wayne wasn't. No, I know, <laughs> but they enough, just put but... that there anyway. I, I yeah. think yeah, you know, he just wanted to just do a little visual cue as well. Yeah, make, make I do obvious. like though that Rorschach is such a study of human character that he, you know, Batman, even though he's playing a character, still can't, you know, make himself cold, and you know, yeah. at an arm's length. Yeah. Do, Something, something I thought was interesting is we get a full panel focusing on this is, you know, the, the cell that he's in, originally it had, you know, we're all mad here, scratched on the wall. Well, uh, more specifically, it had, we're all mad here originally, and then someone else scratched out the here, and it just says we're all right, mad. We're all mad. Yeah, yeah. So there's two people uh, have been in here, as my yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, as I say, it really makes a point of focusing on that. Like, I'm, the, I'm thinking... The end of this issue. I don't know, I feel... I'm, I'm trying to like make a guess as to who each of the two people were, and I feel like I feel like maybe the first one's Mad Hatter, and then the second yeah, I'm, one's I'm Joker. Confident on Mad Hatter being the one that wrote it originally, yeah. yeah. 
and then maybe Joker yeah, scratching out the here and like, no, we're just all mad. <laughs> yeah, it could have been Joker. It could have been anyone. Yeah, it could have been anyone that came through. Yeah, yeah. just to I'm just. Just, just putting that in my head because obviously they released the cover for like issue six or seven this week, uh, yeah. and it was like, is this Rorschach encounter on the Joker? And I'm like, oh shit, I kind of want to see that. Now. <laughs> like, yeah. This is, this is exciting yeah, yeah. times. Well, well, we'll see it in six months. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Connor. Don't, 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 don't put a time on it. It just it hurts. Oh. It hurts too much. Um, yeah, so, I'm, so I'm reading this issue, and it doesn't have a lot of stuff I was really enjoying. Uh, you know, there's no Nathaniel Dust, there's no Mima Marionette. But, but uh, just to point out again, to go back to the original structure of Watchmen, much like the original book, yeah. uh, the the New Frontiersman story also like paused for the Rorschach issue. Right. Uh, I right. think the Rorschach issue. Oh, was, I, I think the Rorschach issue was issue five of Watchmen, so it's slightly different in that sense. But you know, yeah, minor. No, that's all fine because these aren't really complaints. You're just observations as I'm reading, and I'm going, okay, no. Rorschach. I, I think the problem is, to me at least, the new Rorschach is maybe the least interesting part. Of everything that that has been established yeah. so far, yeah, I, I'd, I'd maybe agree with that, but I would I would very strongly add on to it. Least interesting does not mean not interesting. I guess is what I'd add on. That's no, again, I, I'm not upset with what I read. I'm fine with it. But as I'm going, I'm going. Where's where's my hooks? Like this Rorschach stuff, it's fine. Well, it just, I like, mean, at the very least, Matt, there was one big hook for you at I the end because I'm, I was building there. <laughs> You're just another one that's rushing through things. I'm trying to set up a story. <laughs> and then, and then, because as he's in there, they don't know his name. He's John Doe, yeah. and they put him across from Jane Doe. And yeah, because we, we see them walking past various doors, and we see like ones like uh, Croc and ones whoever, and one's various. Dead. And there's a Jane yeah. Doe who's like across and from him. Yeah, Jane Doe, and then she talks. Can, and... I, can I just say that some of those panels of them going past the doors reminded me a lot of the Killing Joke, just yeah, a little bit, mm, definitely. And that that can't be a you know uh, an accident. Like, nothing in this book's an accident, you know. No, like, absolutely not. No, uh, but I, I think that that's why I, I am slightly disappointed in the issue, in the sense that everything in it is, you know, it's good. But when I'm waiting, you know, okay, two months an issue, and I've got an entire issue on the one thing that I was the least interested in, it's kind of like, ah, uh, damn it! Now I got to wait two more months well, to get the stuff I do want. See, these are all these are all valid thoughts to have, but I, I think I I want to err on the side of playing devil, devil's advocate here for a couple of reasons. One, first of all, the chances of this happening again are slim now that we've done it. Uh, yeah. Two, this is only an issue right now. Uh, you know, in a year's time or whatever, when this is a trade and this is a collection, I I don't think anyone's going to complain about this issue. I, I think this is just because you're waiting between issues, and this is just the one you no, got this time. That, that's fair, but I think we always typically mention that we mention it all the time with books like Deathstroke how oh, you know, month to month sure. we struggle sometimes. But when you you know when you're reading that in a trade, it's going to be fine. Well, I think the difference mm-hmm. is though is that Deathstroke's not disappointing because we're waiting between issues. It's just more confusing because it's more complex to read. Yeah. A lot more plot, even more than this. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. saying something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Whereas this is just, oh, you know, I, I like I wanted all the other elements that I like, and then I didn't get them this month. Yeah. So, so this moth guy, right? I'm trying to find his DC. Well, that's based on Jane Doe story, Matt. Well, no, I know, but I'm, I'm we just set that it. up. Well, no, it's and it's Saturn Girl, like, <laughs> and she says that they they have to. You he know. sat there and complained, oh, I've set up a story so I can build up to the, the hook at the end. Yeah. And then and then you guys you guys put it, you know, sidetracked it. So, 
you know. Yeah, got to come back round, Matt. Got to come back round. So yeah, Sartre and Girl uh, break them out. They they break out together. And yeah, so the, the, they have to go. They have to do this quick because she's not gonna be around yeah. much longer. And which well, yeah. is so interesting because I'm getting some Back to the Future. I'm fading away from time vibes from that. Yeah. And yeah. Secondly, it's important she says that she's been in his head for a couple of days. So you get the implication that all these flashbacks are something that she's also been seeing. Well, yeah, I think that I I. I liked it slightly more because of that because at least it had a narrative purpose to mm. showing us all this beyond just here's a flashback it was like oh no no this is a character witnessing this all yeah. of it presumably yeah so certain girls seen all this um and they escaped together at the end and that's uh kind of a big big leaving exciting thing for next time i feel like next issue probably won't have as much rorschach but it may show up yeah. towards the end with certain girl but it'll mostly probably focus on all the other things because we've just left them oh. all for this issue yeah, the fact that, that all that started with the button and and her freaking out during the hockey, you know, then the hockey game, and she's too late, she's too late. So has she been waiting here this whole time for Rorschach? Uh, or is this her realizing now this is the person she can use to fix all this? Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe, I mean, it could go either way if they want to reveal whatever, but I, I would guess right now she was waiting for just someone who could be useful, rather than specifically Rorschach. Yeah, right. I think that the fact that she had to root around in his head and figure out who he was yeah. tells me that it's the latter. That Okay, she didn't know going in who this was. It's like, okay, okay, I see what I got here. This'll work. Yeah. I just want to know how the Legion factors into this. That's all. That's, that's my main question going forward now. Like, is it, is it like Pete just said, it's back to the future, and because of Manhattan's meddling, they don't exist? So she, you know, came back and, you know, yeah. stuff happened. I, I've been saying since the start of this that we're probably going to get that big page in the final issue, like like the end of Blackest Night with the Brightest Day, everyone coming back to life. I feel like the Legion will be in that page. Like, with the we're, JSA. We're, we're going to think yeah. they're vanished. We're, we're going to think they're gone at some point yeah. in the story. And Matt's going to be depressed because it's going to be telling us, no, the Legion have been erased from time. They don't exist anymore. And then well, we're going to get that they've done that with all my other favourites, so... <laughs> I don't know, I just... Part for the course. Aye, uh, that, that guy with the Superman shirt and the jeans. Yeah, him. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Who's that wait. again? No idea. Yeah. No? Yeah, uh, no, that's fine. Okay. I know. I'll put We're... lightning rod. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but, you know, so where all that's going, I'm just trying to think again, bring back around to Mothman and who he represents in, in the DC continuity. So they all kind of have a... A parallel, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of an inventor because we see that he's built his moth suit and he committed himself. You get that from the letters. It kind of reminds me of maybe like Ted Cord. Yeah, that's I'm thinking. But that was kind of Night Owl. It was, yeah. But I mean, that's a big part is the legacy, right? And, you know, the the inheritance. So, well, I was thinking someone like like Blue Jay, too, like one of these smaller members Mm. from the JSA that had a, you know, not a big impact, but. He had a huge impact on Rorschach, which I like because it almost felt like why he couldn't leave the 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 what is it? It's not really an asylum. The hospital. I don't want to call it a madhouse. Yeah, the, the mental hospital yeah. was he he felt like he was never fixed. Like this, whatever was driving him to help fight crime, he was never going to get cured of. Because um, you find out through through the letters with his sister about him being there, and it almost seems like he could leave. But he doesn't want to. So what, what's going on there? Uh, was, was it post-V? Because it seems, seems like he had been there since at least the 70s or 60s, right? Because that's when the letter started. Um, mm. 
Mm. So, like, what had happened in between then and there, and then afterwards, it, he just wanted to stay. Besides the Moth of the Flame allegory and all that, you know? What was going on with his head? Uh, I mean, maybe more directly, I guess. There is one kind of hero we know is in a, an old folks home right now who's been kind of yep. sticking around there for a while. I don't know if it in any way maybe correlates to Johnny Thunder in some way, but yeah. uh, we know that's a thing. We know he's there. Mm. So, it's oh. interesting. But no, um, I really enjoyed that his part of the story... You know, and then the back matter, dealing with all that and picking through. Yeah, I, I like I like the 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 the, the Mothman stuff as well. I, I think it's because it felt like this kind of weird, sweet thing in a maze of like madness, where like yep. even though he's kind of crazy, even though Rorschach's kind of crazy, he's still like teaching them proper things, and you know, uh, like there's a shimmer of hope somewhere in the middle of all yeah. that, even if it's kind of misguided in a lot of ways. Well, I guess that'll wrap up for. Uh, Doomsday Clock for 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 this issue, which I mean, unsurprisingly, is probably the shortest Doomsday Clock discussion we've had compared to the other ones. Actually, but... just something I thought I noticed when I was rereading. Oh. Uh, it, this isn't actually just to do with any of the, the issues in particular, but just some a nice little small thing I noticed is a uh, the way it has the the page numbers in the corners. Yeah, is very you know of the time. Oh sure, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I it's, even it's thought totally about that because I noticed it in the first issue, and I've just this right, been right. Since, I, yeah. I, it has, but I don't think we ever mentioned it unless you guys mentioned it without me. Uh, but, well, well, you missed two issues, so we might exactly. Have done. So it's it's quite possible. I yeah. just thought, oh, okay, that was a nice little little touch. And um, um, did, we haven't gotten the fearful symmetry issue yet, right? Mm, been f- yeah, no, no, no. I look forward to that now. So now we got the solo Rorschach thing. So I look forward to John's doing his symmetrical. Yeah, mm. the, the, yeah. The, the, after this, we're kind of expecting some other correlating issues that kind of match yeah. up with yeah what was in the original. Uh, and uh, the other thing that I caught when I was rereading through was uh, when they first talked about the the Superman theory, they they mentioned yeah. uh, Rex Mason and Kirk Langstrom. Kirk Langstrom, yeah, because who obviously at the time there were no real plans for, but now okay, we got we got terrifics. We we know where Langstrom's ending up now. Yeah, just sleep dark. Feel, yeah, um, yeah. It, it feels like okay, so they're gonna head in that direction, right? They're going to start hinting towards those things. Yeah, and you know, they, they know they've got X amount of time before Doomsday Clock's done, and that's when it catches up with the universe, uh, or yeah. the universe catches up with it, I should say. Um, so maybe they'll they'll also have some seeds in there, knowing what's coming. Yeah. So, mm. fun stuff. Uh, but hey, so we want to move on, because we, you know, we have another big main event thing this week, and that is Dark Knight's Metal number 6, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And this is uh, the, the, the big action set piece issue to wrap it all up uh, with big ridiculous moments and yep. uh, possibly one or two of my favourite moments in the entire entire thing uh, around yeah. this issue. Um, this is as metal as it gets. I, I think, you know, if I'm looking back at the whole thing, critiquing it, I do think issue four and five could have probably just been smashed together into one issue. And that would have yeah. fixed some of my pacing issues. Well, and and I would have liked some more of the Wild Hunt stuff thrown in, like, seated mm. as this was going, instead of just all in that one issue. Yeah. I, I would, would have, have felt definitely more cohesive. And I basically just put what was relevant in issue four into five, and then made Wild Hunt the, the actual issue yeah. five, and then, mm-hmm. you know, know that's just pared it down a little bit. But I can't deny that I had a lot of fun with the ridiculous stuff in this one. This... And honestly... My, one of my favourite moments in this is just like that great moment where I didn't really think about it, but there's that moment of realisation when you, you've got the Batman who laughs, he's doing his thing, he's got the guy in the bandages, the over monitor, we'll talk about that, but uh, 
Batman, like the Batman who laughs, is like getting ready to like just destroy everything. He's like, ah, there'll be only darkness left. Even if Barbados is failing up top, I'm going to do my madness. And there you just, you know, hear the voice. Well, I say hear, you read the voice. And then the next panel is just Batman in complete shadows uh, saying, you know, he's basically mocking his cave. And yeah. the, 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 you call this a bat cave? And the, this the teeth is a bat cave. of the of yeah. the Batman who laughs in the foreground, and I, I just it sort of dawns on me. I'm like, they have not encountered each other yet. Holy shit! Nope. And I'm like, oh man, how's this going to go down? And then it keeps going, it keeps going. And it's that point where Batman says, just fire the damn gun. And you hear the, again, I said that again. You, the gunshot happens, and he's like, yeah, I wasn't talking to you. And you see the actual Joker standing with the gun. And uh. it becomes Batman and the Joker teaming up against the Batman who laughs, which is genius for a start, because what take? how do you fight a combination of Batman and the Joker? You have Batman and Joker fighting him. And the Joker. But the yeah. justification for it, because at first I was like, okay, I, this is a really cool visually, and it's a really cool idea. But do I buy that Batman would do it? And then they actually did a justification that worked for me. Because they say, the only thing... Because keep in mind, the Batman who laughs is still a Batman. He's still a Batman yeah, in the sense yeah. that he still prepares, he still outthinks everyone, he still does all that stuff. And the plan here is the only thing that the Batman would never, ever see coming is a Batman who is willing to work with the Joker. The Joker. And that's oh how God. they win. I and love like, even, even yeah. the Batman that became the Joker couldn't fathom that idea. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what he even says as he's taunting Bruce. He's like, I'm not the Joker. I'm not him. I'm you. Yeah. And that's when he's like, yeah. yeah, but you know what? This is what I would never do. That's why you didn't think of it. And then Joker shows up and I've never been that happy to see the Joker. Yeah. Also, this, this is after uh, Bruce has been shot through the stomach as well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I actually love that Joker's first line is uh, more like the the Batman who talks. That, that yeah. gave me a proper chuckle. God, and <laughs> I read that up. in Hamill's voice. <laughs> yeah. Some sometimes the more dark the Joker is, the more I read it like Heath Ledger. But when it's this fun, it automatically goes to Hamill's. This weird thing my brain does. It just autofills. Uh, yeah, switches between them. Yeah. For sure. Depending on tone or whatever, yeah. No, yeah. it's great. And even Batman going, we never speak of this. <laughs> we, yeah. never, we never speak of it. And, and the, the I call his face. What? Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, this, this, was, this was a blast. Uh, obviously, you have the big first part of it is, of course, Wonder Woman with Hawk Girl, and she's, or it's Lily Black Hawk technically right now, but, uh, yeah. you know, Wonder Woman, like, lowering into the, 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 the what do we call it? The, the pit. The, the, forge. the forge. That's the word I was looking for, the forge. Uh, yeah. And she's lowering herself in. And she's like, oh, she's going to get Batman and Superman. Is it going to be okay? And then they come out with Element X, the 10th metal armor on. And then Batman, like, okay, I'll give something Green Lantern and Aquaman. And they, he makes like two batarangs out of it because they can form this metal into anything. And that gives them mm-hmm. armor. And then like, they're all fighting. Meanwhile, of course, he does this. He throws these batarangs whilst he's raiding a Joker dragon. Just, just to... And Nightwing, because uh, of course he's riding a Joker dragon. Yeah, I just love that. His, his firstborn, or not firstborn, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing because you know Clark's like, "Hey, yeah, uh, get on my back. I'll, I'll give you a lift." He's like, "No, no, no, I got it." Joker <laughs> dragon. Uh, Joker dragon, indeed. So, so that, that's my one one nitpick, and that's the whole thing. I've talked with so many people that were so disappointed by this, but I loved it because. Metal throughout, as while it's been dark, it's just been this big, dumb, and I mean that in the best way, you know, story that's popcorn and, and action, and that's what this delivered on, but I also think it goes a little bit deeper, but we'll, uh, you know, a little bit more on that, but 
Yeah. My one nitpick is what they did with the medals. I don't like how they classed all the medals. And, like, this is better than this. And then this can defeat that. And I'm just like, I mean, that's cool. But, like, the over-explanation of the nth medal. Yeah, and, but like, it's a bit much. Physics I think stuff. My other critique, uh, and I guess it's more about the last few issues as a whole rather than just this one. But yeah. just Barbatos ultimately didn't do anything that interesting. He's just kind of the big scary thing to punch yeah. at the end. He's, he's yeah. got a great presence still. Yeah. But, but the Batman so, who laughs is easily the more interesting of the two. He's, he's the proper villain, yeah. right? Yeah. But the the way that I looked at this, and, and I was arguing with a friend about it, is Barbatos is like, oh, but Barbatos is built to be this big, scary, big bad that was unbeatable. Which one, when you have an unbeatable villain, to me that's not as interesting. You know, because it's kind of like, well, what mm. can you do? Mm. But I took that, I took Barbatos as, he's the dragon, right? It was his job always to destroy things. You know, and that's where, you know, return them to the forge. And and through this, he had a role to play, always. And that's the thing that's to be destroyed. So really? in trying to become something bigger, he became, you know, mm. what he he was meant to do. He was fated to be destroyed. That was always, you know. And, and obviously, like, Hawkman uh, getting like remembering who he is and then fighting Barbados yeah. as a giant hawk version of yeah. himself. That, that, I mean, that was, you know, fun. That's fun cool. stuff there. I, ultimately, I just love the purple text. With he, he doesn't even need a, a speech bubble. He's it, it's mm. that awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that that works. I think what else is interesting, just looking at it as a whole, is how all the the Dark Batman are kind of like not that important at the end. There's, there's some quick panels of their counterparts, like you know, taking them out, but it's very very quick, and it's, they don't really feature much into it. It's almost like we spent so much time building all these Dark Batman up. They all had their own minis, and they all had all this. And it's like, okay, right. Well, <laughs> ultimately, didn't actually factor we, that much into the final. To borrow fight. some wrestling parlance, we got worked. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So like, look how cool these guys are. They're not going to factor in that much. I mean, yeah. they did in the just. What was the Justice League? Uh, it was uh, around issue three ish, I think. No, I know, but what was that called? Oh, uh, Resistance, Bats which out of Hell. Really I want to say. Yeah, they had Bats out of Hell, where they even more factored in after all their. their but one I shot. think that was like setting up that they can't be beat. So you want to see you you want the satisfying yeah. moment where they all get beat, and you do kind of see it quickly. But it's just kind of like on a background thing almost in yeah. this, as opposed and, to actually making moments out of it where they all sort of. Well, fight they, back. well, what I mean is they serve a bigger pur- purpose in the tie-ins, in the Wild Hunt, in Bats Out of Hell, than they do in the the major story. Which mm. I mean, that's fine, whatever. Like, well, yeah, which which is fine. I, I think if I'm going to be a little, just a little bit cynical, and this is more devil's advocate yeah. cynical than it's something I'm actually bothered about. But I think if I was going to be cynical, it's kind of like. They realised, okay, we're going to have all of his henchmen be these other evil Batman, and then DC said, hey, we can do a lot of one-shots for them and yeah. stuff, and build them up more. And it kind of feels like that was tacked on a little bit, as opposed to being... Because yeah. as much as some of those were good, and we like some of them, and they were good in Resistance, it, it does kind of feel like they were inflated to be more than they were supposed to be to begin with, because, oh, we can market this and do things with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, I, I don't mind too much, because not, not, most of them were not, you know, they were... At least good, most of them. The yeah, very yeah, yeah. few that were outright I, bad. So it's like eh, I don't okay. regret reading any of them, and I almost missed that time. Like I stopped being a completionist a while back. This is the first event that I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get everything, and I feel good about it. I don't feel like I don't feel like I got worked. I was like, oh no, I was on this whole journey from point A to point B, and I did all the. I guess it's the closest you could think to like 100%ing a video game, right? Like I don't, I don't have that since I don't play video games, but <laughs> I read every issue of this, you know, sometimes twice. 
So no, I, yeah, I think it's it's okay. Yeah, they didn't necessarily lead anywhere, but I had fun reading the issues when they yeah. came out, so I don't regret. Oh, no, it. no, I mean this is the thing. I'm not, I'm not necessarily complaining about this. It doesn't bother me that much, but it is something that I'm just kind of observing as I read this final issue and go, oh, they're basically taken out in one panel. No, no, it's yeah. true. It's also more but forgivable. The elemental than... X, though. Yeah, well, true, true. Uh, yeah. It's I think it's more forgivable that we're not getting this consistently. You know, there's not events every three months with oh, all sure, these tie-ins yeah. that I'm doing this for constantly. It's like, yeah. all right, you've done it once in the last you know couple of years. Sure, you get to go all out. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's that's fair. Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm saving the epilogue for the end. I want to keep that separate no. and yeah. just sort of focus on the yeah. the, the, the fight beforehand. Uh, first, but, but, but we've done most of. Obviously, uh, they all they're all kind of wearing. Hawkman beats up Robatus. Uh, they beat up Batman who laughs. He's got the Overmonitor, and then basically all the well, we we skipped over the army of Batman that that Detective Chip. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's that's the follow up to the Wild Hunt issue. Yeah, that they show up to Hill. Yeah, and then and it's DKR Batman, and it's the 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 Nosferatu Batman. What was that story called? Red, it's a Red Mist. Anyways, he's the, the Batman that's a vampire. Yeah, you got the yeah. Red Sun one in there. Red Sun, Dark yeah. Returns, yeah, all, Red the, Sun. all the usual numbers. And I almost wish that, that me and Connor talked about the variant before this had come out of the, you know, all the different Batman. It would have been cool to have them not spoil that because it would have been a really cool moment. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, when that's the only cover my shop has left, like, okay, well, this is cool. But, yeah. you know. So, uh, I love that moment. We all know I feel about Batman. Yeah, yeah. But something in the earlier part of the issue I want to talk about that I've got questions mm-hmm. is okay. is Plastic Man. Yes. So he, you know, they just wake him up. It's like, hey, hey, you know, we need you. Come on, help out. And he goes overboard. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome. Yeah, dinosaur and bulldozer. Yes, same <laughs> time. The dinosaurs, sharks. Bulldozer, like I say, uh, octopus tentacles, like the lot. It's pretty fantastic. And, and, and clarify this, right? He was because of whatever he his molecular instability is, the 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 dark energy affects him differently. So that's why he went to the egg. Yeah, because right? yeah. there's a line in Terrifics this week. We'll also we'll talk about that later. Bear is like, oh, I didn't turn back into an egg this time, implying right. that basically when they come out of the dark multiverse here, when they they win, it goes back to an yeah. egg form. That, that's what that implies. Yeah, it, it just threw me off because the first issue of uh, of Terrifics, the way they spoke about it, it made him sound like he had no idea what had been going on. He yeah. missed yeah. this whole thing. And it just conflicted a little bit. Yeah, they might yeah. clarify that later. Or it may just be a little mistake that we just kind of have to... Yeah, it could well. It's with. not the end of the world. It just uh, it yeah. was something that stuck out to me. No, that's, right. that's, that's fair. So yeah, but the end is like, okay, we need to reach out. The Earth's sinking into the darkness. We have to like, reach out to everyone and raise them. And the Overmars like, ah, you can do that. You've got the metal running through you. Everyone's a little bit metal. <laughs> so raise them with a song, with with metal. <laughs> uh, they all hold, the Justice League all hold hands and yeah. raise raise the roof, I guess. I, I, I thought it was really notable that the, the sequence of, you know, all the, all the light going through all the people, mm. it looked very much like how we've seen the, the dreaming portrayed. Mm, yeah. Okay. Oh no, he obviously has been shown up at some point, and uh, yeah, yeah. This. There's obviously been references here and there, uh, but it, visually, it really reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's all fair. So that that was the that was the big conflict. That was the end of the the, the main part of the issue, if you will. But we had quite an extended epilogue after it. 
which yeah. sets up some stuff. Uh, Batman's or Bruce Wayne more specifically has the league over for dinner, including Kendrick and Martian Manhunter. He's like, yeah, we're going to strengthen the league. Uh, Hawkman's going to be fine, but he's in a coma. But he, he not jotted down a bunch of stuff in his journal before he went to sleep because yeah. he saw things. He saw things from the future, and it's, it's basically uh, it's just to tease the shit out of everything that's coming over the next little while, including the. the I freaking love this stuff. Including, including the Immortal oh. Men and the other stuff that's coming out of the thing. Even the Sandman oh. universe stuff's kind of even. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting the the dreaming stuff to play into this yeah. here because you know it, it feels like it's very separate. It's, it's off of Virgo. They seem to be segregating that off again. But yeah, but know. then we get a page. Obviously, Flash Wars teased in there. There's like uh, it, there's basically things that are paired with others. Like it mentions uh, what names like Lantern. So you're thinking Green Lantern uh, jotted yeah. down next to Dark Stars. So it seems like we're teasing like stories that are coming up and various yeah books. it's interesting dark stars they've been teased in the the hal jordan book for a while there you go. and i yeah. think that's the, the controllers is, right yeah. yeah wonder woman's got dark pantheon teased with that uh apparently mm-hmm. atlantis may rise out of the water going from what they're Freaking finally <laughs> we're finally gonna get the rise of the seven kingdoms that john's teased back in new 52 yeah yeah maybe yeah oh, stoked all that and that that first chunk in that two page layout, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what were we thinking about that? Which which bit? The bit the first yeah. bit with all all the dudes standing around the guy in the white and red suit. Oh, that's the the, the dark star stuff, right? Oh, yeah. is it? Okay, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's right. the controllers. All right, I don't yeah. I don't I don't know what they look like. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's me thinking that's something different. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you got all that, and then the implication, of course, because they they mentioned, of course, when they they they, they fill light out of the, the world, raise it from darkness. They also went a bit further, got to the source wall, and broke it open, which is kind of the real setup for all this stuff that's coming next. Because Bruce is like, hey, we don't know what's coming. So John's joining the league. Kendra's joining the league. We're going to assemble everyone else. We're going to do all this stuff. And um, who knows? People may like people on the other side of that source wall. Now that the universe is like much bigger, we are a small fraction. I think as Aquaman puts it, we're a fishbowl that's been poured into the ocean. Like no. they may be pissed. They may not be happy that we broke the rules. So there may the, be consequences. Yeah, the from omniverse. This. Yeah. So, so we have the universe, the multiverse, and now the omniverse. Mm. I love this stuff. That's yeah. super cool. And, Honestly, and now favorite... this is starting to make some sense as to you know no justice. We we were always talking about yeah. oh, this. This yeah. new threats are coming. They got you know okay. Well, they get information from Brainiac. You know, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I see where it's going now. Yeah, uh, but let's not gloss over the fun. So after there's like, oh, but let's have some fun first. And John and Damien with Alfred on drums are playing music as we well, have a party. By the way, I didn't realize that Alfred was wearing his tie like a headband until just right now. Oh no, I saw that. I, that stuck out to me yesterday. Because I got so focused on on Swamp Thing with a bow tie. Yep, yep. And Mr. Terrific wearing fair play on the back of his coat. Yeah. Like, oh, which actually, before we talk about the rest of this page, I always want to remind me I have one art issue in this book. Okay. It's when Wonder Woman does the uh, the call. So, like, she does, she usually clanks her gauntlets together, but she does it with the mace yeah. instead to make it louder because it's like you know better metal. Um, yeah. The 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 page where or the page after where they're all hearing that there's a, one of the panels. Mister Terrific has the wrong color of hair, and his entire face is just red, and it looked weird. Yeah, I, see, that got me as well because I read that panel. I was like, who is that? It 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 looked almost like you know uh, you know Grifter. Yeah, it did. And that's the thing. Is like, where has he come from? Further down the, the, the same page, you see him looking normal with the red tee and he's got the black hair. But up at the top, when he's in the group shot with everyone else, 
his entire face is red. His hair's red. It just looks wrong. It's, if you if you really go in and close at it, you can see the T shape. It's just a really wide T instead. Of, you know, it, it yeah. doesn't look as narrow as it usually is. The, and then obviously oh, the hair's yeah. just wrong. It, yeah, it really. I, I was trying to figure out who the hell that was. It wasn't until later down the page where I was like, oh, it's Mister Terrific. Yeah, oh, no, okay. it got me as well. Uh, the only other issue I have is actually the the first page of the dinner sequence. You know, when they're all standing around mm. the table, a couple of them just look a bit off. You know, uh, Barry looks a bit weird. Uh, Victor looks a bit huge. Hmm. I don't know. Just That's just rare. just a few misproportions, I think. So back to this party scene, though. So obviously the Justice League uh, all go in, but already there, the Babs is there, Dex there. I think that's Lilith. I think you've got Wally there, uh, Roy, uh, Green Arrow and Dino there, Chimps yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, the Ray. That... You're right, the Ray's there, yeah. 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 I love the fact that Hal is wearing a bomber jacket instead of a suit jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're giving him shit for it as most well. Hal. Yeah. yeah. yeah thing good. he could have done. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to see who else. But it looks very much like Janin. Right, and this is Capullo, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually thought yeah. it was Janin for a bit. Like this whole yeah. this whole epilogue looks like Janin. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So, Not, nothing in the yeah. books says it's otherwise. So, no, um, that's why yeah. I, I double. Um, so, so of also course, the editor's note on this page. Oh yeah, says remember, kids, what happens at a Batman party stays at a Batman party. <laughs> yeah, like again, yeah. they're just keeping that fun. And then, of course, the final page is like basically Bruce is like, "Hey, other Trinity members, because we're the we're the elders of the, the entire yep. movement, uh, come with me." And he's like, "I've got a plan." And the, the final page is uh, the blueprints for the Hall of Justice on the table, and it's like, "Oh man!" Like th- th- this final page, this final epilogue, really got me excited for all the stuff coming up. Yeah, it really too. did. I, I this really is why hope... I read comics and stuff like this. Yeah, you know? I, I I honestly, as much as people say, you know, metal's been kind of light and throwaway. It's been so much goddamn fun that I hope all this Justice League stuff going forward that Snyder's shepherding, shepherding kind of keeps this tone and feel. Yeah. yeah, it feels a lot like Infinite Crisis that way. Where Infinite Crisis was playing with much bigger pieces, right? And it was more of a gamble because you're bringing back the the multiverse and stuff. But it set forward like we didn't have these type of events for a while, where it just sets forward the direction mm. of the stories. And pretty like much all of us exciting. I mean, even though Abnet's still in Titans, even the new direction of that and how it's, it seems to be at least in the same family of books with the Justice League books gives me a bit more hope for it. Like, yep. oh, it's going to be more relevant because of this. Because yep. it's, you know, mm. before maybe he was just, like, Abnet was on his own. He was told he wasn't allowed to do X, X and Y. <laughs> just killing time, basically. Yeah. Whereas now it feels like, no, no, no. That's what felt like. Like, when they were on the retreat and they were like, okay, let's everyone get in a room and, like, Snyder's going to, like, point out what the main Justice League's doing and everything's going to, like, tie into that and, like, mm. here's what we're going to do with it all. Uh, I'm super excited and ha- having the main book double shipping then like Odyssey and Dark and the other weeks like weekly weekly doses of this I'm, I'm excited I'm, about. I'm, I'm gonna get my fix and that feels good it does feel good uh, well, oh, a lot of fun so team members as well yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah so No Justice starts uh, the second week of May so we've got just over a month of uh, uh, waiting before obviously we finish off Priest's uh, Justice League run before then but uh, yeah. just over a month until all the big good stuff really kicks in yeah, so we we basically just finish off priest run, right? Priest run, yep. and obviously we're getting action one thousand, and then obviously Bendis' Superman stuff basically starts at the same time because that's May as well. Uh, Man of Steel. Is it the same week? It's not the same week, but uh, it, no. it overlaps almost entirely. Because 
Yeah, because Man of Steel starts like I think second week of May and goes through second week of June. No, 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 it's no, 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 no. It starts the last no? week of May. It starts the last week of May. It starts because okay. remember they didn't solicit it, even though it starts the last week of May, and then it runs through all June. Okay. So then it goes through second week of of July. Then it finishes the first week of July, and then the first issue of Superman's uh, second week of July. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So yeah, just to get complex, but they overlap, which is why I was so. I was so we basically have no justice and then you you know okay as we get into the end of that that's when man of steel kind of starts up yeah the final final issue of no justice and the first man of steel are on the same day yeah so that'll be a big week and then everything it's leading to is all going to kind of spiral out of that and i'm, I'm assuming we're going to get more announcements for stuff in august and september as we pretty much yeah as we get up there but uh no it's all super exciting uh seeing it in the context now of this and i almost wonder like how exciting would this last few pages have been had we not heard all that stuff from Snyder? If he had not just blown his load at the, at the yeah. conference. And, I don't know. So I get the, he's like a kid. He wanted to share it with us. You know, it's like when, when uh, a younger sibling gets so excited because they watch something that you hadn't seen yet. Like, oh, I love this. Oh, I was like, man, I, okay. It's, Thanks. It's, it's almost a shame all those announcements were at WonderCon in general. If they'd held it off for C2E2 in a couple of weeks... We could have had this first and got all these teases. Well, wasn't this supposed to come out like three weeks ago? Yeah, this was delayed. So this is actually... Yeah, that, 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 so maybe originally this was supposed to be before yeah. all the announcements. But, oh, that's fair. But they'd set up the live stream and all that. They wanted to like do it on the internet. And I think that takes a bit of time and planning. So they obviously already had that set. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So, yeah. Uh, but no, super pumped. Uh, all these big things. Hall of Justice is a base for all the teams. and uh, Yeah, it's going to be fun. Everything else, so it's exciting. Portals to get to the other ones. It's gonna mm. be awesome. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, the one thing we know we have to get announcements for soonish, uh, and by soonish I mean the next few months, not like imminent, is uh, who's taking over Hal Jordan or what that book's turning into once Vendetti leaves yeah. at fifty. Yeah. So, hey, uh, so that that is uh, that is metal number six. So, uh, big big exciting. Obviously, it's been a long time. It start because we got the prelude issues starting in June last year. So. Yep. It's been going yeah, on for forged, a while. The casting, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's been a nice long odyssey, but uh, no pun intended, because we're about to enter a new but, chapter. But who cares? Because it gave us Justice League Power Rangers. It did do that. Well, uh, and it gave us Starbro. It, it did gave that us Starbro, too. yeah. Well, all the good things. Metal. So <laughs> all I, yeah. I couldn't help but hear Queen during the the climax of you're hearing Queen yeah, of metal. Yeah, yeah. All right. Even Queen's not that metal. They're big and showy and Oh no, I, nice. I can see it. I had I had the Highlander song just blaring in my head. Oh, uh, you're the Prince of the yeah, Universe? Is, yeah. Okay. So. I can see it. I, I, I think if I I'd probably hear the show must go on, I think, in my head. Like it's a stop in the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh oh, we all like Queen where we all find a find a artist yes. we we all we're all fond of. Uh-huh. Is uh Queen are great. There's yeah. Yeah, anyone who who argues that is just factually wrong. Yeah. It's either you like Queen or you're not human. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I love Back to the Future or you're not a human being. Well Leon O'Connor's missing a soul, so <laughs> I like still. I like. I don't dislike. The reason why I only got six hours of sleep is I went to go to bed and Back to the Future was on. <laughs> and can't. I couldn't, couldn't go to sleep. Let's go back. Oh, Matt, actually, uh, just just uh, since we mentioned Back to the Future, it reminded me. Have you watched Krypton yet? 
the first episode. No, I was gonna start okay. yesterday and then I took a nap. Uh, uh, I'm just I'm curious to the excitement levels because you will. Uh, yeah, some yeah, things you, you that you're gonna out. love. I I have I have a taping, so it's going. I caught up on Supergirl last weekend. Uh, I gotta catch up on Flash and then. Uh, and then a, Legends is the one you want to be on. Yeah, Legends is fantastic. Uh, and then Flash had one really great episode recently, though, that you'll like mm, when you get to it. But uh, oh, Legends has been knocking it out. Uh, that's been super fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's metal. So we, we can wrap up the main event books for the week and move on with our lives. We shall move on then to the regular books of the week, which will start us off with Detective Comics 977, James Tenney and the Fourth on the writing, and then on art is Eddie Barrows and Javier Fernandez. Uh, so, this was an issue that is still still building up, of course, that's about my eternal stuff. Ulysses uh, basically shows Tim a simulation of what is probably going to happen in the future based on what he got from future Tim or alternate Tim. That Tim, yeah. future, yeah, you know, dark Tim. Days of future bats, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. That that one. Uh, uh, it shows him like how basically the, the the when Batman dies because Kate Kane comes in force to the mansion with an army, yeah, and shoots him in the head, uh, and that kind of leads. Okay, right. So work with me, Tim. I got brother I. We can do all this together. We can be great. And you know, uh, Tim's like, well, let me think about this. this is kind of weird, and. Tim actually goes off, to, goes to Batman for guidance, and he's like, "Hey, Batman, like, you know, uh, I'm not here to argue. Like, you know, I just, I'm coming to help. You said I should come for your help, and Batman's glad he came for him. He's like, "Hey, I'm about to beat up these guys. We got criminals here. Mm. You take the two on the left, right?" And he's like, "Oh," and his last bond demo is like, "Oh, okay, we work together." Well, it's a lesser intense version of Batman and Robin will never die, from Morrison's run. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, yeah, like so. Uh, and I love when he shows up. He's like, "Look, we're not talking about the Belfry again. Just like a put upon dad. Like, no, you're yeah. not having ice cream for dinner again. All right, <laughs> again. <laughs> Take the first time. I should have let you do it. Your mom's out of town. Uh, but and then he's like, "No, I'm not here to talk." And it was the first time Tim has felt like Tim since he's come back, mm-hmm. which I think that's Tinian's, you know, aiming for. So yeah, he's he's really, finding himself again now. Yeah, I really love that moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, what we set up plot wise is that uh, two of the cronies uh, for Colony. Because uh, we, we, see, we see Kate and we see, like, you know, Batwine, they're, they're, they're talking about uh, stuff. It's like, oh, you look after him, Kate, and give him, give him hell, you know, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And we, we follow these two guys out who are argue, who are moaning because they're, they're not going to get uh, food with the others. They're like, ah, we could have stayed for food. And we follow these two yeah. and I'm like, okay, what's going to happen to these two? Because uh, we don't know who these characters are, so something must be about to happen to them for this to be yeah. relevant. And sure enough, uh, Omak invades them and takes control of them in their suits and at the end of the issue like they actually jump in before batman and robin do or red robin do and like just kill all the villains kill all the criminals with mini guns and it's like it's Ulysses try to show here's what i can do with all mac here's the future tim like this is what we can achieve uh, this is how efficient we are oh the yeah. omac and in the colony suits too so it looks yeah. different but Oh man! What, oh, what's Mike, it? Omax coming, Matt. Oh. Omax coming for you. <laughs> uh, but when it said "I am operational" or whatever it said, all I can think is Connor fist pumping. Yeah, <laughs> it's Connor Kent's been brother eye. So, well, that's just you know. because for for weeks he's like brother eye's coming, brother's eye's coming, and then we had oh. that one week where it actually did just like reveal brother yeah. eye, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, bloody told you. 
Yeah. So I thought these two colony guys were going to be like the Rosecrans, or what are they? Rosecrans and Gildenstern? Like the whole Shakespeare? I think. Yeah. Gildenstern. I thought that was going to be them, and then they end up Omacking, and I was like, oh man, he took me one way and then turned me the other. Joe, I love, I love uh, how just like two guys complaining that they want dinner and can't have dinner is enough to make me empathize with them that I cared yeah. a little bit when they get taken over. Well, he wanted, <laughs> it's he just enough. <laughs> with everybody. You know, and then she sends him back. He's like, "No, you're you're working. We're not." So relatable. And she pulls her in. Yeah, yeah. So relatable. That was great. I also loved uh, Tam and Luke arguing, and she goes, "All right, whatever, little bro." And he goes, "You know, I'm six years older than you." I just that that back yeah. and forth. Oh, actually, I liked her response. Was lately story. <laughs> Yeah, likely story. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's basically the whole issue. Like I've basically described the whole the whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's it. It was, yeah. it was a nice quick read. Although I do like, I don't buy Ulysses, um, and that future. I do feel he's very manipulative. Hmm. You know, well, that's so. the, that's the, that's the thing he says to him is like, you know, I saw what happened of me in this future, yeah. and after a couple of encounters with you and Batman, I basically just disappeared, and I want to be more important than that. I want to have more of a legacy, kind of thing. Uh, so it, obviously it's setting up clearly what we're going to be fighting at the end it, it may also be the thing that maybe convinces Kate and the others that working with Colin is a bad idea but yeah was... I, I feel the way it's at now because when, when we saw her she was kind of flying solo in Days of Future Bats yeah you know I mean she had Montoya and stuff but she didn't have Luke and Asriel there as no. kind of backups it's almost you know the angels on her shoulder keeping her on the right way and I almost kind of like the idea of her doing Colony her way, and it can coexist. You know, of course Batman's not going to like it, but I like the idea that it can yeah. happen. It doesn't have to be this good versus evil thing. Although, if, if, that, if that does happen, if, if she does end up staying with Colony and it's hers, I mean, we have to eventually change the Batwoman book to kind of match that, right? Like, <laughs> it, can, would, yeah. it can only go for so long before we're like, hey, why is she still wearing a Bat logo on her top? I missed that. I missed that issue. I, I wish that's where it was going, because I'm so burned out. On the island in in Batwoman. Did you read last stuff. week's issue yet? Yeah, oh yeah, I read it. I read yeah. all my stuff. I just yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just over it. Like I want. I read. I well, much enjoyed this. Yeah, the, the, there was positives and negatives to it because we, because we we dissected that twist at the end of last issue of Batwoman yes. quite in depth mm. last week as to why it's kind of worked but why it was kind of underwhelming because of everything and it was just yeah, yeah it was it was back and forth but yeah so. Clearly, this issue is setting up what the main sort of physical set's going to be for this this arc. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just you know, bring Tim back around a little bit. Uh, I really hope Steph comes back before this ends. I'm really <laughs> like I'm worried about where she's going to be going at the end of all this Tinian run. No, no, it's true. It's uh, I will say I've just been flipping through it now, and the art is a goddamn mess. It's all over the place. Oh, and well, I yeah. I mean, uh, this is the thing. We have we have two good artists, but it's switching between them. You're, you're wrong. We've got three artists. We get three. Is the I'm third not- one? Yeah, Eber Ferreira is is okay. is one as well. Uh, yeah, all right. So, so I'm like, okay, there are things that are nice here or there, but from all the artists, there are points where I'm going, that kind of looks rough. It's it's kind of feels okay. This this is rushed for the double shipping, right? Like when you've got three artists, two issues into Th- that's one definitely. I, I feel like what's probably happened here is that they decided that other issues after this are more important. And they made this. This was the gimped one because they said, "Oh no, I want this artist to be on this one entirely, and I want this artist to be on this one entirely." So this one ended up probably being like, "Okay, who's left to cobble this one together?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will yeah. say, is is this the first time we've seen the new Batman suit outside of Doomsday Clock? I believe uh, so. Because it it's may, in the be, future, it may right? be. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I just thought that was notable. Yeah, no, no, because it's in this this possible future. You see the the, the yellow oval suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's exactly the same as the one in Doomsday Clock, though. Uh, it looks like it to me. The yellow oval, the blue cape. Yeah, it was the way. It was the way the. I, I felt like the one in Doomsday Clock had more of a a rim around it, like the the Earth the, the Earth one. So maybe it's just maybe, the way the artist uh, is maybe, just maybe not right, it correctly. Actually. Yeah, it may just be the way the artist is drawing it more than it being different. Yeah, but. it could be. I, but I'm sure it had more of a sort of defined like sort of uh, rim around it. You you might be right. Whereas this looks like it's just like a sewn on patch kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely much closer to that though. Than oh sure, you know, it's got yeah, a minute for sure. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a solid issue, Detective. Uh, maybe Art having some problems aside uh, yeah. and setting up stuff. But <laughs> hey, so uh, that'll take us on to. Uh, so there's no action, so we're going straight to Wonder Woman 43. James Robinson writing Marco Santucci on the art, and did you want more of Jason and Jason talking to to Steve and? Steve being kind of like us and not really trusting him, but by the end, like, okay, we'll train you, Steve, and like, or sting so, you. So, Jason. if this keeps the quality going, I'm done. Oh, I, I have a confession. I didn't read this. Oh, because, God damn it, Connor. No, here's, here's the reason. I got to this and went, oh, shit. I, I, got, but- I, 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 I got to this and went, Oh shit! I haven't read the last issue yet because that was on the week that I missed. Ah. And then I was like, I really don't want to read two issues of this. I'm not reading two issues of this. So, so I usually like James Robinson, and I'll excuse a lot. I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, James Robinson can be good. There's no question yeah. he can be a good writer. Yeah. No, I tend to like his stuff more than I dislike it. His Same. his run on Superman in in the late two thousand like. Yeah. People like to use New 52, Earth 2 stuff. Starman. Uh, Starman, yeah. obviously, yeah. is his big thing. The, the arc he's doing in Trinity at the minute is not bad. I mean, yeah, his so. even even Cry for Justice, which was a little bit cringy at times, I, I enjoyed more than I didn't. His Justice League that came out of that. Literally, this... half this issue was Steve and Jason talking to each other and... Basically, accepting by the end, he'll get he'll give Jason a chance, and he introduces Jason to the, the, the his team and all the rest of it. And other than that, it's basically Wonder Woman goes to fight a couple of the Furies that they've got captured, and then at the end, Dark Side uses a boom tube to bring the entire, or at least a, a chunk of the Argus base to the Amazon jungle, so that they've got the the part that's got the relics in it that he wants. And that's the big cliffhanger: is like Wonder Woman's going to face off against Dark Side. That's the end of the issue. That's the whole thing. Uh, yeah, this is also the least I've ever liked Dark Side. Because I just him wanting the Amazons for an army, I don't. Why? I just I don't get Which it. Which is funny because right now we're, we've got Mister Miracle, where it may be the most I've ever loved Dark Side because he's so yeah. he's such an, an omnipotent presence in that. Whereas, yeah, and that, that's I feel he should be. Yeah. He should, and I bring it up all the time when I talk about Dark Side. He should be like that Cthulhu presence where he's just out of sight. But just the threat of him is enough to drive you mad. Be excited be for really... Justice League Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another thing. It's really going to be interesting to see how they play with that. I know they were, they were actually talking this week how, at the start of that book, he's in a cage. Like they actually oh, have him in a cool. prison on the uh, where and, they're going. And that, that can be worked. Even even teenage Dark Side early on in this, I was kind of okay with. Just I'm like, okay, well yeah. that's weird and interesting. But him just standing around monologuing and wanting the Amazonians for. Also, they did the same thing as last issue where he kills like, one of the helpers. Is like, yeah. are we ready? And he's like, 
I'll be ready soon, sir. And then he beams him, and he's like, okay, what about you? Next in command. I'll be ready. And he's like, yes. I'm pretty sure we had almost the exact same beat last issue. Where uh, It wasn't last issue. It was the one before. Oh, you read it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, but they've had that same beat play out yeah. before. And then just, I don't care where Jason got his powers from. I know what they're teasing. I don't care. Do you know, I wonder, I wonder if this is like, oh, we know that the next run on Wonder Woman is going to start with X issue. James, fill in the next 10 till we get there. Yeah. And he's just kind of rambling to try and uh, make maybe. it work. I really hope that Dark Pantheon stuff isn't in, in this yeah. run because I'd, I'd be ashamed to miss that. that. That'd be cool if that's teasing at the start of the next run, if that's what that's teasing. Yeah. Well, what they, yeah, what they were teasing here is that he... They're definitely they they're seeming like Greek gods, because he's talking about how you know he never misses, so he has like Apollo's aim, but he also has you know like the strategy of of, of Ares, and they're almost like just the solo male patrons, you know, whereas the Amazons worship you know Athena and Artemis and mm-hmm. Hera, they're going the more much more male focused, but I also feel like. There's a twist coming that they're just new gods. Like it's gonna be like Light Ray and some other guys. You know, I'm not up up to date with the new gods, so but yeah, I just I don't care. Him flying around and destroying the drones and Steve. I I like Steve normally. I hate Robinson Steve. He is nothing. He's a white piece of bread that's just on the like there's no character to him. And it sucks. Because Rucka worked so hard. To make him interesting, and Robbins is just undoing that all. Oh yeah, I made everyone. Hey, I mean, Rucka made them all interesting. Every character yeah. we encountered in that role well, was interesting. Deep. Even even Johnzo, when when he tried to add him to Justice League, he always just felt like, you know, Wonder Woman's ex boyfriend. Yeah. And Rucka Rucka took him past that, and he had a character. And even adding the Odd Fellows, you know, from you know tying the movie stuff in, it was cool. Like he had this group of dudes and. He had a voice, and here I just feel like he could be any random, you know, Argus general. He didn't have to be. And the angel stuff, I'm just like, get out of here. That is terrible. Again, I bring it up every time, but it makes me cringe. Ugh. You know, you guys are really not making me, you know, regret I would, that I didn't read again, this. When I get the next issue, when the next issue comes out, if it's more of the same, I'm just going to stop and pick up when Robinson's done. Because the Silver Swan stuff was fine, but... If it's gonna be like off and on like this, then I just don't need it. I'll just take it off until. It, it, it's 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 annoying because I would love to be reading a Wonder Woman book. Me too. But I just I'm not putting myself through reading a shit book for the sake of just reading yeah. a Wonder Woman book. It's I'd rather not read one than read a shit one. Well, and then and then you read Brave and the Bold and the stuff that that Sharp's doing there. Yeah, it's playing with mythology that I'm unfamiliar with, but I'm into that story. You know. Wonder Woman feels like Wonder Woman. Not that she doesn't hear, but this well, I, doesn't feel like a Wonder Woman story. That's the thing. I can get my Wonder Woman fix elsewhere. Yeah. I'm, I get it in Brave and the Bold. I'm going to get it in Two Justice League, League. No Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark. I'm like, yeah, I'm covered. As much as I want a Wonder yeah. Woman solo book that I'll enjoy, I'll, I'll take her elsewhere for now. That said, there's a, a variant coming out <laughs> with Stan on it, and I might have to get that one regardless. Yeah, the Wonder Woman variants are gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, my stance in this is that I I won't read this on my own. When Matt drops it, I'll also drop it. But as long as I've got someone to talk to about it and complain about it, I'll keep reading it. 
That's my stance right yeah. now. Well, I'm just like on a week like this where I was so packed and getting down to the wire to read. Yeah. One less book wouldn't I wouldn't have complained about. But yeah, like, this what, was a packed week. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like I said, what's what's funny though is next week four is that it's going to be like the event books are gone. Action's still not going to be on. It'll be like okay, Wonder Woman's one of like six books. <laughs> yeah, but by week. then I might have yeah. nothing to go off. You know, just yeah. just because the quality hasn't improved. No, that's fair. I, I can't I can't really dispute this. We, we've been complaining about it about four or five issues now. I mean, but we were always kind of lukewarm on it, even when it was like some of the Silver Swan stuff was kind of good. There was parts we didn't like, but that these last like four or five issues, we have done nothing but tear it to shreds. Uh, if Shay Fontana has listened to this, I apologize for your <laughs> arc. I was upset that it wasn't Rucka. That was more about me than it was you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm pre- I'd pray for Fontana to come back now. Jesus. Oh, oh, please. Because uh, at least it had some interesting, like, yeah, sure, I didn't like the whole Amazon... You know, super soldier serum. Yeah, but it, it, did, it had but, its own personality at least, which yeah. I think this is lacking. Well, yeah. In Etta Candy, Etta was such a great character in that arc, even more so than anyone else in this book. Like the Hercules stuff started super cool, and then you take Hercules away within the first issue. That you pissed like, me off. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still annoyed about that. Hercules yeah, was the best part of this run. Steve, yeah. Steve doesn't really have a character. Diana's fine. But like Grail kind of sucks. Dark side sucks. Jason, don't get me started. Jason doesn't I, just I, suck. J- Jason's sucking the life out of the book and yeah, entirely. He is. That, that's <laughs> book, is. That's book he is the... cousin Oliver. You, uh, are you guys familiar with that from Brady Bunch? No. No. Yeah. So so anytime a show starts to flounder, they'll bring in a cute kid, and it's called cousin Olivering. The only problem is Wonder Woman wasn't floundering. I'd argue that it had never been at a higher point. They and then they, just they bring didn't know in what to do, did they? No, no, they weren't. They weren't prepared for Rucka leaving, uh, and DC's handled so much really well with Rebirth. Yeah. But that is, this is the one. This, big... this is a, a genuine misstep. Yeah. Oh. So, hey ho, we will. We will run over to the Flash. There we go. See what I did there. <laughs> Flash number forty-three. Joshua Williamson writing. Carmine Diaz-Domenico is back on art, which was fantastic. It was just, it was gorgeous. Yeah. I, I was loving yeah. how this. It's broad. His grod. His grod. Um, I think his. I think his art's legitimately gotten better since the start. I think it's more refined, and yeah. I think a lot of the stuff in this one, where it's like almost out of focus, like backgrounds, but just it was making it pop in a really good way. Yeah. Any any well, time I get a flash issue that's just him on art, I know it's going to be a good read. Yeah. Well, well, the stuff that he did with like when they're running around him, and you can catch certain glimpses of characters. Yeah. Like Avery. Or Wally, or uh, honestly, younger Wally. One of my favorite panels is on the very first page. It's the bottom panel where yeah. Barry is just stood there in the middle of the road, and yeah. all these cars are there. Like he's been running around, and he just stops. Yeah, because I actually Fantastic. I love this issue a lot. It, it, it kind of took Barry his arrogance, demanding that he needs the speed force back, and then like all the, the possessed versions of the speedsters are all like, "No, nah, you just did this for yourself," and like you're this and. Basically, by the end, he's like, you know what, Grodd, I'm not going to fight my family if you're controlling them. Just go ahead and kill me. And, of course, Grodd has a great moment where he's like, well, you think you've got a moral victory? And he, you know, smashes him yeah. Grodd style. But, uh, like, I really loved all that stuff. I love the fact that he brings up Iris and that snaps, like, Wally's able to, like, gain control back for, like, just 30 seconds. Yeah. Just to, like, give Iris some advice. Iris is his lightning rod. Yeah. It wasn't just Linda. It was Iris as well. I mean, yeah. I like um, that. And it you know, wakes him up enough just to do this. And... I love that Barry, like, you know, I, I was right, as I was being chased around the city with all my uh, my family, I, I modified the, the lightning rod, I got parts for it, to do what I should have done all, all along, which is do everything I could to fix you and, like, cure you. And yeah. we get that great full page of it. Uh, my favourite panel on the issue, though, 
is when all five speedsters are in a row and it's the, the shotgun down all their faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it so much. Because uh, yeah. they, it's they the all classic feel, lineup shot, isn't it? Yeah, and they yeah. all feel it's a Power Rangers shot. It makes me think of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, and they're all, that's the thing; they're all different colours costumes as well. It yeah. just makes it pop. Mo- mostly. Mostly, I mean, obviously oh. Barry and Wally are similar, but yeah, and Godspeed and and, and Kid Flash are kind of similar as well. Yeah, but Godspeed has the white yeah. uh, suit, aspect, and then yeah, aspects. Yeah. They're all they're all different enough that it's really distinct. It doesn't feel it is you know the same costume five times. Uh, and and I loved what Manipole and Booch did with making you know God this worshiper of the Speed Force. But I'm kind of glad that Williamson rewrited it like he's been doing. Rewrote it. He's fixing a lot of the New Fifty Two. You know, uh, not that uh, I'm, not let, I'm not letting rewrite it stand. Rewrote, he rewrote Dude, whatever. it. Whatever, he rewrote. <laughs> whatever, I'm just not letting it stand. Uh, anyways, you know, so I'm glad that the he, you know, that's still in continuity, but Grodd's back to being the telepathic yeah. evil ape from. Oh, from it's, yeah, it's, it's great, and I love that when he does cure him. Grodd's like, I have no power left. He's like, no, you still have the powers you had before. You still have the telepathic abilities. They, they, you did. They're your own inborn natural abilities. Yeah. I can't do anything right. with those. But uh, and then it sets up what the big thing is going to be now for the the, the end of this. So I guess it was part five, but it's not done because Grodd turns off the the the, the thingy. <laughs> I was what I'm going to call the it. Proper it's a menace, term. that Grodd, right? Yeah. He, he turns off the thingy, and that basically unleashes the negative speed force. And what's interesting that I really like about this is, is not retcon because this was clearly the plan all along. But yeah. I think when Mina showed up as evil, we liked it. It worked, but it, there was a question of this feels like a sudden switch. Like what made her go yeah. evil? And it turns out the entire time she was just the first one that was controlled by Grodd. Yeah. Right. It, it makes a point of saying it was easy because she was genuinely angry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, like, which is why we bought it because it's like okay. Yeah. There is. We, we, oh. we knew those feelings were there. But, but it was quick, and I liked it now. It's like, okay, this makes sense now. And it means that Mina's not evil, um, and maybe we'll get a little bit of a, a send-off for her before she leaves or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe she'll yeah, die tragically like the next her. issue. Who knows? And, and this final page is almost a negative speed force storm yeah. to go back to the very start of the run. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's in a weird way, almost feels at like the end of Act 1 of his run. Yep. Yeah. Sign it all together. Hope- yeah, yeah I, I feel like Mina's not long for this world now, though. Yeah, the, she's, like she's the negative flash, negative. She'll, she'll be the one who has to take the, the negative speed force into herself, Which, right? To isn't, stop it. Isn't that the most flash thing to do? Is to sacrifice yourself? Yeah. During a, a yeah. massive thing. Yeah. You're not a flash unless you at least sacrifice yourself once it came yeah. back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a new, passage. New, new Wally's not really a flash yet. I mean, Wall, older Wally's earned that name. He's done tw- yes. twice now at this point. Well, even, even Bart. Bart sacrificed himself. Yeah, yeah. Rooms, you know? like this I'm sure Jay's do. done it. This feels like a thing yeah. Jay's done um, at some point. If but, they um, don't tie that into where the JSA is, that he he trapped him in some pocket thing mm. through the Speed Force, and he had to sacrifice himself. Well, we know he's in there. We, we saw the helmet. Yeah. You know, we got the hope. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. So... so. Yeah, that's that's just, they run and sacrifice themselves. You know? I, I really hope Gio Domenico is on the next issue as well. Like, I, I think he, I, I, well, I could double check, but I think I think he will be. I feel like yeah, he usually does back to back. Yeah, I feel like he usually does the start and the end of the arc. So I think he's probably on the next one because the last issue of the arc. Um, I'm really hoping so. Go we'll check the solicits for uh, a. I've got a comicsology and and, and yeah, having a quick glance. As, I mean, not that they're necessarily the most accurate, but no, 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 just just find out what issue 44 is. Yeah, yeah. Because 45, yeah, I believe, yeah. is the start of Flash War, I think. Yeah, uh, it starts in May. So we, we should have two. Oh, so there's two, two. okay. I could have sworn... Yeah. The number 45 is ringing a bell, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's 46 in May. 
because the annual comes out and that's where Flash War or some special issue comes out and that's where Flash War starts and then it takes oh we've already had that so we had that annual we did? yeah maybe it's not the annual maybe it's a special but I remember there right. being something 45 is an epilogue to this okay just a uh, but forty four, oh, yeah. Is that that's Jude Domenico again? Yeah, so that's the finale. Then there's an epilogue, and, and then it's Flash War. Okay, yeah, cool. and I don't want to put down all the other artists on the book, but this no. book is just at its best when Jude Domenico is doing initial. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. And I think the writing's gotten better. I think the last arc was great. I think this is the best arc it's had. And what I love is that I feel so optimistic about Flash Four that I still think it's going to get better. Like I still f- I feel that optimism because it feels like everything's going to do with Wally, everything they teased in that annual. It feels it's, like it's the big stuff we want. No, it, it's won me back because I felt the book was floundering a little around the negative Speed Force stuff, mm-hmm. and I stand by that. It feels like a weaker patch in the run overall so far. But this this arc, no, it's come back kicking. It's you know it's it's proven that okay, no, it can do this. It can be strong, and it's left me really excited for Flash War. Yeah. So, no, Phil, Phil March for this issue. I, I I dug all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I love that there's a family of speedsters now. We've got a couple of new ones who weren't there ever there before. You got you got Avery, you got, you got Godspeed, who's going to seemingly going to be like an anti-hero speedster now. Based he's, on... he's he's a good version of Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, he's better yeah. than Jason Todd. I'll I'll say it now. No, that's what I mean. He, yeah. if, if if Jason actually works, like when Winnet kind of did him early on, he that's what he represents. I feel so. Yeah. And then there's, you know we have Wally, who's the the dick and. Young Wally, who's you know, I guess Tim. The, the, oh, the Dick a, Grayson, not a Dick, just to clarify. Yeah. It took me a second. He's, like, he's the Dick. No, Jason's the Dick. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, it was a really good issue. Art was gorgeous. Uh, yeah. It feels like a nice. It feels like it's, it's fittingly kind of completed the Grod main part of Grod's part of the story, but yeah. it's let off this you know this this ticking time bomb. They're going to have to stop for the final issue. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a, excited for the next issue now. Yeah, that's gonna be a hell of a, a trade. This with the the the, the was it was it called Perfect Storm. That's what it's called. Yes. This will be a hell of a trade in the run when it's when it's all said and done. So, uh, really looking forward to the next issue. So that'll take us on to the next thing, which is Batgirl number twenty-one. Hope Larson writing, Scott Goodluski on the art, and this is another one and done story uh, of a of a monster that that was created from like you know science experiments or whatever. Uh, who's attracted to this this chemical that's used in this one particular uh, uh, beauty product? And yeah, so- it's you throw probiotics and in, in, you know a facial cleanser, but the antibiot or the, the the probiotics are made out of this mutated creature, and it wants it all back. Yeah, so whenever you know? someone uses it, he's attracted through the pipes to come to them, and. He's not hurting the people. They're just going into comas for a couple of days when this stuff is taken from mm. them. But obviously, it's a, it's a concern. Batgirl's investigating, and mm. she ends up running to her father, uh, who's also investigating it. And it becomes this team-up issue, father-daughter team-up issue, where they're they're tracking down this stuff. And he's like, you know, you're going to keep looking into this anyway, so let's just work together and get this mm. done. Uh, and this was a, an adorable, fun little issue of, like... Every time she almost called him dad, and then had to yep. like, catch herself and be like, oh, uh, mm. Commissioner Gordon... I just wish it was more issues. Like it's a fine one and done. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the story being told. And... I was it was delightful. See, uh, but honestly, my only criticism is towards the end after they've had their fight, they go oh. into showers to like get rid of the, the material off them, but they both do it fully clothed. And not that I'm saying I wanted them to strip down and see that, but it just it made me question. I'm like, why? Why are they both? <laughs> I mean, Batgirl maybe to get the material off the clothes. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. It's just I can't imagine going into a shower with clothes on. It's just weird. <laughs> 
No, no, it is. But um, I mean, they're, they're trying to get it all there so it's contained. Like, they don't want to. They don't want to oh, leave sure. it on their clothes and take it home, right? Sure. But uh, I did really like the whole thing where he's like, "Oh, you're not taking evidence from the crime scene." He's like, but science, I can work out what's going on. I was like, "Ah, that's kind of like my daughter." <laughs> you remind me of her. In it's fact, like, you kind of look like her. Sound just like her. Huh? Weird. Yeah. Do, yeah. do, do, do it's, I like about it's it? Especially less believable with this new mask, which. Yeah, it's even you know, it's, it's higher up than the the yeah, old one was. So I, I, we, we talked about this offline. I just want to say though, I like her blushing face when he says that. When he says, "You remind me of my daughter," her blushing face is great. It's a great moment in the art. I thought. Okay. Um, but yeah, we talked we talked about this offline, and now it's a little bit of a leap. But deep down, I like the idea that Gordon knows he's just not gonna say anything. He's not willing to accept it. He's in denial. Yeah, he's like, nah, it's, <laughs> is that Barbara? It could be, but I'm not gonna think about that. Actually, one of my hard. favourite little moments, just because it's like such a, a slice of life offbeat thing to have in a superhero story, is when Gordon goes to get results and Barbara's in her back girl outfit just on her phone, like waiting outside the building. <laughs> just just killing time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just, that just cracks me up. I like the art. The art was really... Yeah? Saturday morning cartoon in the best way. Yeah, it's, like, it stayed consistent with that style for a while now. Yeah, it's, it's funny. There was there was quite a handful of panels in this that weren't working for me, and that one that really? he just mentioned with the blushing, her eyes look absolutely terrified. Like if, if uh, in that panel, in and her mouth looks like it's, it's really small, and her face looks squashed. I was like, oh no, I, do, I did not like that panel at all. Because uh, I don't, well, I don't okay. remember you being wrong. That's fine. To me, uh, so. maybe, but to, when I looked, it just looked weird to me. Uh. I can't see what you mean. I don't know. I was I was mostly digging it. I, I like I the like sentiment. Wearing, I like her wearing the coveralls over her Batgirl costume too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah when cool. she's when she's doing her Breaking Bad uh, get cosplay. Yeah. Doing, this is the Walter White version of Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, something that, uh, that threw me is I always thought Burnside was just like a nice area in Gotham. No, like, it's, it's, it's all it, gentrified. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize it was completely separate. It's like it's outside of Gotham entirely, and it's like this separate little well, town on the outskirts. I, I think of it like Brooklyn. So if you look at, you know, let, let's use Nolan's version with all the yeah. bridges. Yeah, yeah. It's it's across one of the bridges, so you can look out across. Like you you can look out from Brooklyn and see Manhattan. That's how I imagine Burnside is with. You know, I think that's what it is after you know seeing it in this issue, but it threw me because I always just thought it was an area of Gotham uh, that was a yeah. bit nicer. Like I didn't realize she was actually outside of Gotham now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just like just me missing something. Well, I also like in the art too. You see kind of all the closed down buildings. Like yeah, mm. it's it's up and running, but it's still not like the the it part of town. Also the 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 swipes that that you know the I don't want to say the hipster market. Like the only thing criminal about them is the prices they charge for this stuff. Mm. You know, like that that line was pretty great. Yeah. So it was a good issue. I really it really enjoyed back. I'm glad that it's not cancelled and people were just reading it wrong. That it was Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. as worth mentioning the the June solicitors did have a different writer on the, the on Batgirl for that month. It didn't sound like the start of an arc though, so it's probably a fill in. I've yeah, I think we talked about that when we put. We did. I'm just bringing it up since we're talking about Batgirl, and Matt wasn't here last week. <laughs> sure. uh, so I'm just. I think she's probably still in the book, and we'll see. Maybe because I feel like we should have mentioned something when she wasn't on that issue. If it was her, if she wasn't done, yeah. if she was done for now. Yeah. So, so hey ho. Uh, but no, it was good. 
So that'll take us on to Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps 41. Robert Venditti writing and Brandon Peterson on the art. Uh, you two read this. And every so often uh-huh. I'm tempted to go back and try and catch up because there's various interesting things at various times, but uh, now it's like 40 issues, so... Is, is, it, it's, 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 it's kind of been worth it. Yeah, since, since the controller thing started again, it's, I, it's going to be worth revisiting after Venditti's gone because Venditti's been super up and down, but when he's up... It's, it's really, really landing, it's isn't it? Almost John's level. Uh, I, I listened to a podcast this week about Hal Jordan. It's called um, uh, Geek History Lesson, and they did two episodes about Hal Jordan, and they revisited a lot of the John stuff. And now I need to go back. <laughs> like after I'm done with my Teen Titans thing that I'm doing right now, I'm gonna have to go because there's a whole lot I forgot about, and I feel that Venditti kind of used that as a jumping-off point, but did his own thing as well. He took the risks, which is kind of admirable, even though a lot of his Hal I don't enjoy. Um, yeah, early in I, the run and in the, the New 52 stuff, I'm not a yeah. fan of his Hal at all. But no. the Hal that we get in this arc is fantastic. Is, is That's what I meant about the jumping off point. This is the Hal that I'm used to. This is the Hal that, you know, told told you know, Sinestro to F off. This, this is and, Hal... So- making giant planes and missiles to crash into Zod. Not just one, two. He created a fleet to take out Zod. It's... And the and the fact that we've seen Zod take out Superman, right? On more yeah. than one occasion. And Hal's not going to let that deter him. He's going to keep going. And it shows, like, is it brave or is it reckless? It's both. It, yeah, it, it's, it's stupid, but it doesn't stop him. No. And so It's... it's a fantastic issue this this is obviously this is the the wrapping up of this arc on zod's planet so yeah. you, you have of course the, the all the the green lanterns have arrived to come and rescue kyle as we got the last issue and zod is just going come on then bring it so um, Hal does. i'm a military strategist you're just merely a pilot and then that's when he hits him with two planes like they have this knockout drag out fight and Hal's hitting him with what he can the, the back and forth banter is fantastic yeah. there's a point where you know, Hal's like, you know, that's the thing with all you mili- you, you army dudes. The fight's always yeah. forward, but, you know, they taught us something in the Air Force. Should I tell you? And Zod's like, go on then. I'll etch it into your tombstone with the laser vision. And he's like, oh. yeah, aerial fights are 360. And then just smacks him with a giant plane from behind. And it's such a fist-pumping moment. Oh, man. And then he gets in the following page, right? Yeah. He arrests him. Full, almost Green Lantern Miranda, where he tells by the laws of the Green Lantern Corps... You're under arrest, but what gets me is Guy. Guy's looking up, and he's got Kyle, you yeah. know, who's still comatose. And he goes, "Damn, do I hate to love that guy?" Like, because yeah. it, it got it's it's Hal doing what he does. Hal shouldn't be a leader. Like, yes, he's charismatic and he can lead a squadron, but he doesn't need to be the one making big decisions. He, he, he's he inspires them, but he's not the one yeah. to make the decisions. And exactly, and, and that's the thing. Guy's like, "Damn it, why does Hal always get to do the cool stuff?" Yeah. But... Whereas, whereas, whereas guys like I do that stuff too, but it always ends up wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I inspire them to don't do it. Don't do what guy did. You know that's why he gets into the fight with Arkillo and plucks his eye. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, but then but... essentially the the guardians show up and go, hey, yeah, you you you've got to release him. We we can't charge him for this because he hasn't done anything right now. You've just kind of made the assumption. And yeah, he kidnapped the lanterns, but you you provoked him. You went there and attacked. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. How would this work out in Star Trek with the Prime Directive? Because 
Zod comes in and enslaves this this species, primitive yeah. race. Like that's got to be against one of the the Guardians' laws. Well, that's the thing, but he's not harming them, so it's like they they worship him. He's he's not doing anything evil to them, so I don't think they care. See, this is this is where I, I can tell that I'm a Gryffindor and you're a Ravenclaw because I look at that and go, I'm, "Nah, man, that's wrong." And you're I, like. I, I, I'm not saying I agree with the Guardians. I just I know, I, I I know. get what their thought is. This is this is why I'm the Ric Flair of our show. <laughs> Jeez, Matt's went through like five references in the space yeah. of like sixty seconds. Yeah. Star Trek, Harry Potter, wrestling, just back to back to back. <laughs> That's it. Hey man. Ready player one. That's all that was. I'm still in the mindset. Yeah. Uh so but, Yeah, essentially you know, they get back and uh Hal and John are having a chat, and they're like, hey, these Guardians are better than the last set, because this is kind of the opposite of what they used to do. They're, they're doing this properly, so we should probably give them a chance to do it properly, because otherwise, if we just do our own thing, they're going to go, yeah, well, we'll just go back to what we're doing before, because why not? Yeah, but it... But then the seeds, Venditti seeds, like, but this is what happens when he leaves out alone. Like, yeah, yeah. under technology, he did nothing wrong, but, uh, you know... It's you can't yeah. arrest him for what he might do. Yeah, and and we do cut back to Zod, and it, it, he let them go because he actually downloaded all the information from the ring, and he yep. got the population, the military stuff, all the weapons capabilities of every planet that the Guardians have on their their yeah. database. So he's uh he's planning something big. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I mean, that's probably not happening this run now. I no. don't think. If, if it is, it'll be the very final three-part oh. arc. But but it's always important. Grant Morrison always said he liked to seed things Someone so else other writers could yeah. come in. So like Professor Pig. He really only did that one story with Professor Pig. And then he's let others come in and do other stuff with him. Yeah. So I I wouldn't mind someone picking up. And it doesn't even have to be Green Lantern. You know, it no, could it be. This could be picked up in a Superman action comic stuff. Justice League Odyssey. You know, yeah, like... The spacefaring stuff. I just like how he's flushed. He really has done a good job at flushing out the cosmic side yeah. of, you know, beyond beyond just the Green Lanterns. We've gotten the controllers, and I feel definitely that's where this is going. Cause we yeah, have the it, it, it says Dark Stars is next. Uh, we, we do end on the, the, the final page is, is mm-hmm. Hal basically going, you know, sometimes this would be a lot easier if we just took out some of these threats permanently instead of just yeah. chucking them in a cell. Mm. And uh, that's kind of the, yeah, and and John saying yeah yeah I've I've been there before. That's not police work though. That's that's war. And um, Hal doesn't respond to that. He just kind of flies off. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, after all the stuff that him and Kyle went through, yeah. you know, kind of. Well, John had to mitigate. But then again, each of the lanterns feels like they have their own role to play, and that I haven't felt like that in a while, where they're all very well characterized, and yeah. it makes sense as to how John would feel versus. Uh, oh, Hal. Yeah. So, this, no, this it's really a... good. I, I hate that you have me reading it again. Uh, I know, so. and, and and I can see Peter's there going, hmm, maybe. It's, <sighs> it's good. This, like... this is a fantastic issue. It really was. The 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 only time it's I haven't really enjoyed it was when they when they were doing the the new god stuff. Just I feel like Venditti has a thing for the new gods, but I don't uh, like but... his take on them. So like That's the Orion stuff, okay, it's not the best. Yeah. It had great moments, like him talking with his dad. The, you know, the, the worst the part of the book is 
outright the opening, you know, where it's back and yeah. forth issue, uh, issue of Hal and the, and the stuff, and yeah. then an issue without him, and you're doing the other yeah. stuff. Those Hal issues at the start are by far the worst stuff in the uh, of the run. But yeah. once you get past that, it's uh, it's been pretty solid. Like yeah, the, the the New God stuff is a bit weaker than some of the other bits. That's fair, but it's not. It's never as bad as the other stuff. It's not unreadable bad. Mm-mm. But it's worth checking out. We'll see. Uh, so come by next week and I read all forty issues. Uh, yeah, nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> you know what my TV schedule's like now, Connor. <laughs> that ain't happening. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll move on then to something that I am very excited to talk about, which is the Terrifics number two, Jeff Lemire, Ivan Rees. Uh, this is uh, continuing where we left off, but the, the transmission from Tom Strong that was left around, they're on this cosmic, you know, Galactus, not Galactus, uh, you know. And by the way, there was an announcement of some new book by Marvel this week with a family of four characters, which is completely irrelevant. It's redundant. We've got a book with four characters here that we don't need any other ones. It's fine. Speaking of, well, I did get some news about this book that I do want to speak about. I forgot to mention, we, we didn't talk about it at the start, but... Oh, sure, yeah, I forgot about that too, yeah, you're right. We, we are getting another artist change. Doc Shainer is only on it for three issues. Yeah, t- yeah, he's on, he's on four through six, then we get another one... Uh, Englesham, I want to say, is coming on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Incredibly disappointing to me because I don't know. I feel like the consistency is lacking. It's it's not that any of the artists are bad. It's just oh, I was really okay. This is Shana's book. This is where I'm getting that fix, and I was was looking forward to that. But if it's handled and they're just three issue arcs, then that's cool. No, no, it's true. I I I think it especially feels notable in this line. You know, the the new age of heroes where. They made this whole big deal about how no, these are the artist books. The artists are credited on the front cover above the writers. They're yeah. they're credited as storytellers together, and they're credited first there as well. And it really feels like well, it's not really if you're just shifting them every arc. It doesn't yeah. really. Matter. I don't know. It's weird. Ninja uh, Heroes is is kind of a mess, you know, but uh, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take a fun mess. I mean, there was a couple of good books came out of it, and obviously, Terrific's been at the top of that that pile. Uh, also, I'm just going to say that Terrific is a better word than fantastic, so I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Um, I'm not sure I can outright agree on that, but uh, no, I don't know about anyone else. I love issue two as much as I love issue one. Yes, I, I, I have no. zero cooldown on this. I get two books with Legion stuff. This is awesome. Because we, this is like it's basically because we know this is a three issue arc, but then this issue picks up with them still in the the giant. They they get a little bit of backstory for for Phantom Girl, which by the way, am I the one who laughed a little bit when she said at the end of the, the, the there's a two page like flashback layout spread, and at the end of it's like yeah the, the the escape pod was only big enough for me, so they sent me off, but my dad miscalculated and instead I get pulled into this dark multiverse and my parents survived instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so darkly funny. So, I'm gonna point out some guardian or guardian stuff, some legion stuff here. Go on, because they're on their way to Bismol, which that's where Matter Eater Lads from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but and they're going to the Magna Ball Championships. That's what Cosmic Boy. That's where he came from. He was like a, a world class athlete in Magna Ball. So there's just the fact that Lemire and Reese are, are playing around with that stuff. Like it, it's closer. Like you oh, know. Look at you being excited. Legion, yeah. Well, and also, the, with the way Timey Wimey works, like this is definitely Phantom Girl. So 
did it send her back in time? No, like, it's a different one. If, if, uh, I, I remember this happening, uh, seeing this uh, when the first issue came out. It, this I, I can't remember the her name now, like, okay. uh, but it's a it's a different Phantom Girl. Gotcha. Okay. I mean that's fine. Yeah. Still Bismol and in the Magnum Championship. You know whatever. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, I had fun with that. Uh, obviously, they put up this big rod that's connected to the device that gives them the Tom Strong message, and it wakes up the giant, and yeah. they're, they're freaking out. So they, they race back to the portal. And... I, I love when uh, when Plasma Man he stretches all the way out to look up. He goes, um, "Hey guys." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just yeah. super fun. And they, get, they get through the portal. We get the, the fingertips cut off through the because there's the big giant hands coming through and they close the portal and it just cuts them. And yeah. I like that. I really like the moment after the flashback where, uh, like, Metamorpho goes to hug Phantom Girl and he's, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, there, there. He's like, oh shit, oh sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's just just a fun piece, even because we didn't get as much a her playing in with the rest of them last issue. It was mostly the other three. So even here, uh-huh. like you know, Plastic Man's like, oh, I'm going to throw up when he sees like you know Rex with the with the girl, and she's like, no, I think they're sweet together. It's like, okay, so we're getting how they're going to play off each other. This is nice. Uh, and the Plastic Man's like, oh, I didn't go back to an egg. This is good. On me. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Good news, but I actually really like that. Trevor's like, okay, I'm going to help you. I'll think, I'll figure out how to like turn you back to corporeal. Because when she gets back, she can be corporeal again, but she instantly starts exploding everything she touches. So she has to go back to being mm-hmm. phantom. And Trevor's like, okay, I'll, I'll help you. I promise. But it's not as important right now as figuring out what that message meant and making sure that portal doesn't open again. So he he goes on his T ship and he's flying off. And then of course yeah. we get the big reveal at the end is that whatever's happened to them in that dark multiverse world. They are now bound together because his ship slingshots back round through the building. It gets out, and they're all like, Wait, "Whatever's happened, we're all connected. We can't separate." So this is like they're forced to be a team for a while. And I assume that what will happen is that when they eventually like break this and they the fix that, they'll just want to be together as a team. Yeah, yeah. they'll move forward like that. But yeah. uh, but anyway, I, I just love that Rex as he leaves like, "Damn, that guy's a, a dick. dick." Yeah, he's just, he's just <laughs> yeah. what a dick. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly timed. Yeah, yeah. perfectly timed. I also got- love Metamorpho and Plastic Man. It's already shades of of that thing and Flaming Guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and we, we got another actual, like, Fantastic Four reference in this one. Yeah. You know, obviously, so we've had, you know, the team as a whole, the, the not Galactus. But when they're escaping from that, Plastic Man turns into a, a surfboard, basically, for yeah. Mr. Terrific. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, you know, very much the image of that and the way the the way he kind of streaked round behind it as well, yeah. really looked Silver Surfer-esque. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. So, that's nah, just if a the blast. bad guy, if, if the main villain shows up and his name rhymes with Dan Slot, we'll know what Lemire is up to. <laughs> no, no I, I, I'm think, I'm thinking like, uh, I don't know, Corporal Bad News or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be some sort of stupid play on it. Isn't yeah, it? instead of doctor, it'll be you know an army rank or something, and then instead professor. of doom, it'll be I'll be I'll be professor. Uh, I don't know. What's another word for doom? Professor entropy. Oh yeah, professor. I've got a bad feeling about this. That'll be. His name. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my, I don't have a thesaurus. If I have a thesaurus at hand, I'd, I'd be like, yeah. Right, get... I almost feel like that role is going to be stag. Ah, uh, I can see it. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes. Could have kind of set yeah. him up. No, that's, that's true. Uh, 
so no, I think this is pure like over the top Silver Age wackiness, and I'm digging it so yeah. far. It's, it's why I'm so excited for for Doc Shaner on this because his style suits that. Oh, it does, yeah, so perfectly. perfectly. Yeah. And uh, as much as it's changing again, I will say that the page that they put out with this news that the this new artist it did look good. So it looks, which is yeah. why like I'm not uh, criticizing the the any of the artists individually. Like they're all strong artists. It just feels kind of strange. And hey, maybe maybe it'll be like a rotating between arts. Then maybe Doc will be back for the arc after. Yeah, maybe. maybe I will that. say the the art I enjoyed the most in this was the the flashback with the you know the, the faded colors and stuff. That was nice. That was looked nice. really nice. Uh, I think my favorite is probably the two page spread of uh, like seeing the giants waking up and plastic man's heads like you know yeah, stuck that's out. So pretty great. Yeah, yeah, all good stuff. It's coming out through the through the ribs. Well, also in the Kirby dots again, the energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's so good. So that's and then right. the last, I really love that last page. Them all standing there because it's very that other team. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. Terrific is still a complete blast. Uh, highly recommend. If you're not picking it up, make sure you do give it a chance. Because uh, I don't want this to be cancelled. All the other New Age books, even the ones I'm liking, like I, I see them all kind of ending after twelve issues. <laughs> I hope yeah. this one doesn't. I want this one to last. So, everyone support it. Go, go buy Terrifics. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll move on then uh, to Teen Titans number 18. Benjamin Percy writing Scott Eaton on the art. This is the next part of the, the uh, 80s being green arc where Beast Boy is kind of being seduced into this like tech company that's doing this fancy VR stuff. But it's really just a front to take control of people's minds, uh, which of course Robin and the Teen Titans are investigating. So uh, basically they realise, oh, there's a show, but we've found this stuff. It's kind of off the grid. Like They're not like a registered company in the traditional sense. But we've found this show where they're going to like show off their new tech. So Robin and the Teen Titans go in civvies so they're not sticking out. And I'm like, Starfire sticks out no matter what she's wearing. What you do? Yep. Shut up, guys. Come yeah, on. And I, I love that, though, because the girl that's there is like, oh, what, you know, the, the what context are you using to hide your pupils? And she's like, but what, what students do I have to hide? Like, I yeah, love... Yeah, that, that was a funny joke. Clueless, you know, but the line that took it for me was when uh, uh, Wally, Kid Flash, goes, it looks like 1992 threw up all over Damien. <laughs> and he does look like he's a kid from a 90s movie. From the early he's 90s. got the deep V-neck, he's the sunglasses and the oversized button down. I love and it. That, yeah. that was it. Was just uh, like, goddamn Percy. Yeah, and they're also playing with the fact that Kid Flash and Raven are totally into each other. Uh, yep. they're, they're, they're playing with that. Um, honestly, the weaker part is probably Beast Boy being like, you know, all, all the stuff with Beast Boy and the evil girl who's kind of like talking him into yeah. all this. Like, it's fine, it's not bad, but like it was definitely, I feel like there was too much of it. Like, this could have been maybe... Yeah cut down a little bit like i don't know i do you like i do like the peter pan parallels here oh sure i mean yeah. the whole the whole pirate ship there she is peter pan who's you know all these lost children and i always like when they explore the dark side of pan because it is a super dark story when you think about it you know uh and both beast boy i like i like seeing his potential future where he's on the justice league because we know no justice is coming yeah he's gonna get a chance to to be with that and yeah and apparently his dream is to put a kick yeah. me sign on Superman and then it'll make Batman laugh. That's his dream. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, hey, I can dream. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's how Batman gets him. It's like, look, I'll help you out with the kick me prank if you help, if you join my team. Yeah, I love it. It's good fun. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a decent, solid issue. I, I like a lot of the little character beats. 
Um, it wasn't a standout by any means, but it, it did yeah. you know move a couple of things forward. Uh, what's funny though is to think that this is actually the last arc of Percy's run, really. Oh. That's bizarre. Uh, compared to his Green, Green Arrow run, this has definitely been just kind of a not a prominent run by any means. It's just kind of been like okay, it was fine. It was trucking along. It did some fun little yeah, things here. It's had a purpose. It, it's it's at the broad strokes of Teen yeah. Titans. I'm but, excited to see where it's going, you know, because yeah. it's so different, such a departure. I just want to know what Percy's going to be working on, because I know he's got the Nightwing stuff coming up, but yeah. that's only for a couple of issues, right? No, he's the full writer on Nightwing. Oh, is he the full? Yeah. I thought he was just filling in for, like, three issues. No, it was a fill-in before we get to him, I think. But then, ah, okay. then Percy, right, from May, I think, cool. onwards is... Uh, well, then, I am him. super stoked, because that's one of my current favorite writers writing one of my favorite characters, so... Yeah. Win, win. I mean that's only one issue a month, so he very well could be announced as on something else later on. But uh, uh, yeah, but that's that's what he's on. His Nightwing, uh, starting mm-hmm. May. So uh, it's exciting. So, uh, but not, not a whole lot to say on this shoot, but it, it, it's uh, it's fun enough for what it is, and uh, has some good moments like we mentioned. So uh, we shall move on to Mira, Queen of Atlantis number two. Uh, so Connor can keep quiet for another couple of minutes. <laughs> what else we talk about this? Uh, You're not reading this, Connor? Yeah, like the first issue. No, I, I, I got like halfway through the first issue. I know, I... but I figured you would have you just the Ocean Master stuff from here, and you would have no. wanted to hop back in. Oh no, no, yeah. no I'm not pulling myself Honestly, that's probably my biggest criticism is that it feels more like an Ocean Master mini than it does a Mira mini at this point. Yeah, I, I don't like that it's called Mira, but it's more about Ocean Master. That said, I love the Ocean Master stuff. Yeah. Uh, because I like the complexity of him, like, so he's learned to love the surface world, but he still wants to take care of Atlantis and still kind of looks down at the surface world. So it adds this layer to him that I really enjoy. And just the way that he talks yeah, down cause, to Mera. Because it's bookended by him, like, we see his family waking up and he's not there and we, they get the note. And at the end, just as he's about to kill Mira, uh, they yeah. show up and see him do this and he's got a costume. Yeah. So that's the bookended. But most of the issue is a conversation between him and Mira. And it was mostly pretty riveting because it was, like, the fun moment of him, like, yeah. when he's like, oh, Atlantis has no king or no, like, you know, leader. And she's like, no, nah, it does. I'm the queen. And he's like, what? Yeah. You're not even Atlantean, you zebel scum. Yeah, you zebel scum. <laughs> that's such a great phrase. Um, but yeah, he just, he turns, he goes from being the sympathetic, well, I want to do what's right by Atlantis to you, you bottom feel like he's just, you know, yeah, cause, cause he's old Atlantis. He tries to walk off to go to Atlantis and she just sort of grabs yeah. his arm and it's, it's not like a super like threatening or yeah. violent grab or anything like that, but he, it turns, you turn the page to this double page spread of him just throwing her away. He's like, get your peasant hands off me. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Oh, oh, just, yeah. just when you were starting to be sympathetic. Yep. Like, you know, and Mira actually gets her powers back for, like, a split second, and she, like, managed to, yeah. like, you know, do a little bit of water bending, but then it goes away, yeah. uh, and Tula has to jump in, try and help. It's a whole, it's a whole yeah. thing. So, correct me on this. So, Tula and, and Ocean Master and Orm are full brother and sister? Half brother and sister. They're half brother and sister. Okay. Yeah. But so is Arthur and Orm. So, who's Tula's dad? Oh, because we know they all share the same mom. Did that was that ever revealed? Did, does Tula share the same? Is is Tula related to Arthur as no. well? Tula, okay, Tula must have the yeah. Well, because they called her at one point Aquaman's sister, but that might just be for sake of clarity. Uh, it's confusing. I I, I yeah. thought I thought it was so Arthur and Orm are half brothers because of the dad, right? Right from 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 the mom, right? They share a mom. Is it the mom? 
Yeah, because remember she was the queen. Oh, see, yes, I'm sorry. Dad, yeah, no. For some reason in my head, I thought it was the, the dad who was the Atlantean. But you know, you're right. It's the mom who's Atlantean. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because of the mom. And then I assumed it's Orm's father who shares with Tula. With Tula. That's what, okay. that's what I think it is, but I could be wrong. Aquaman yeah. super fans, let us know in the comments. Clarify yeah, this detail. Yeah, because you read that too, that Tula, that says that's Aquaman's sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, I, for the sake of clarity. The but I, yeah, I've never thought of her as Aquaman's sister, so that, that, that threw either. me. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what I think it is. I think they're connected by different parents, therefore she's not related to Aquaman. Gotcha. I think. I mean, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so there's a lot of referencing because you know, Mira in our in our dialogue or in our narration or the third person narration, whatever one it was, was saying, "Oh, he's like you know, he almost had everyone that went at war with the surface and like he did all this stuff." You know, references you know, uh, Throne of Atlantis and all that stuff. And it's like, no, I like that it's bringing the continuity, and I like that it's treating this like a big deal. I like that he's like appalled that she's and she's going to be queen. And he's determined to go after, her. and she's like, "No, just stay here with your family. Like, you know, you you you're wanted for so much stuff. You 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 cause like the surface wants your head for what you did. Like, you you yeah. you killed so many people in Boston. Like, that is brought up in depth. Yeah, he's been able to lay low since Forever Evil because they they don't call it that, but they hint that he was able to escape. Mm. Uh, and he's been living in Louisiana because he was in um, what what's the one that the Suicide Squad operates? Belle Reve. He was yeah. being kept in Belle Reve and whatnot so and he escaped but but yeah i just i really like what they're doing with him because it's different shades of atlantis because even when she brings up quorum wrath he remembers who that was from his time as king uh and it's like well that's no he couldn't be king there's no way they would never let you know a, a ninth traitor this is you know he doesn't say that but that's his attitude yeah yeah you, yeah. you get what he means yeah uh so no um yeah, obviously it was better than this month's Aquaman issue, which was kind of a misstep of an issue. Yeah, I wasn't here to talk about that last and I just didn't care about Wraths. I, I almost wish we didn't get on there. Yeah, it was basically what we said last week is it was a fill-in issue. That's what it was, yeah. because they're waiting for the artist to be ready for the next arc, clearly. So yeah. uh, we got a fill-in, and unfortunately... We, we, we were of the opinion we'd have rather had the delay and yeah. just not bothered with the fill-in issue. Yep, yeah. I'm, I'm right with you guys. Because basically that's what I was saying, is that uh, Abner... When he's got a direction, he's great. When he has to kill time, he's he's rough, and that's what that last issue yeah. was. So, yeah. anyway, uh, so but now, uh, no, I'm liking this for the arm stuff. The arm stuff's quite good. Mm-hmm. So I'm down. Uh, I'm curious to see what he's going to do. And now that he's 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 not his wife, but he's like you know his girlfriend and her son are seeing this because yeah. uh, he was going to take the kid. Uh, was it fishing? Fishing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, is that two on the nose? Am I remembering this wrong? Oh. But no, it was fishing. No, he's going to teach him how to fish. And I just like that side of him that he hated the surface, but now through this, you know, it's it's kind of Starman esque, too, right? Because he's the king of this, you know, or not Starman, but, you know, Guardian's version mm-hmm. of that. Like with, you know, but yeah, so we'll see where it goes. I'm excited. I like this series because I have a soul in like Connor. I'm there sorry, I thought I thought it was rough. What do you want me to do? That sums it up. Connor's not got a soul. So, no, uh, no still enjoying it. Uh, not blowing me out of the water, uh, no pun intended or anything, but uh, so it's all enough. I'm liking the arm stuff. Uh, so we'll move on then to the final book of the week. Uh, so still Abnet, actually. Dan Abnet writing. John Romita Jr. on the art. This is the Silencer number three, uh, a.k.a. DC's Joanna Wick uh, series. Yeah. So this This might be my favourite issue of the series yet. That that is a, that's a fair statement. This was mostly one big action sequence of the silencer 
having to fight our way out of the uh, the the gun store. You know, this you know what was it, what did yeah. they call it? The mall something something mall. I don't know. Uh, it was a mall mart. Mall mart. There you go. Which is their like sort of secret gun like cash store thing that they all yeah. use. And uh, basically, uh, Remedy and a bunch of soldiers are there to take her down. Uh, robot soldiers at that, and she basically. And this is something that never con- I considered her using her powers for. That I thought was a nice touch, is that she puts a little their quiet bubble around their guns, so that if she's shooting people and she doesn't want to like give her position away, they won't be able to tell where the gunshots came from because they won't hear them. Yeah, and she does things like uh, she throws like a flash grenade. Yeah, and then uses the the turns on the her power then so the flash grenade lasts like 20 seconds instead of like two or three mm. yeah it's really really interesting stuff so uh yeah so it's really a, a fun action issue of her using her powers and like go, going through like all these guys and obviously the big thing at the end is is that she, she calls tally and all that and she's like i want to get out of this i don't, I don't want to live like this and clearly that's not going to be a, a choice for her right now but the big twist ending is is that Deathstroke is uh, coming into play? He's he's got one yeah. of the robot heads from the thing because obviously she's like shit. They were willing, like whoever's behind this, the big boss man was willing to kill Remedy and all of his men because they actually blow up the entire building because he just he just keeps saying over the phone to Remedy, he's like, so you can con- confirm she's in the building, and it's just lucky that she happened to steal a tank and was out, out out the door with a tank when the missile hit the building and blew up everyone else. Yeah, a full satellite orbital missile they used yeah. on this building to try and get her. And at uh, the end, Deathstroke's got one of the robot heads and is like trying to like get that out of it to like see what happened and what's yeah. going on. Oh, so, I was really into this issue. I was as well. So, this has proven to be a fun action series so and, far. And I'm super excited for not having Romita Jr. I next know, issue. Bogdanovich is coming on next issue. So that should be good. That said, uh, honestly, this, this this wasn't bad. As, as far I think Ramit is at his best during action sequences. Oh, yes. No, this is why they are probably the best of the three issues so far, because it's yeah. mostly action. It's very little uh, fa- facial animations that need to be done. It, it wasn't until the end where she's like with the kid again, she's buying him ice cream because she was late picking him up from school. Yeah. That it was like, okay, right, we're back to facial expressions, which is his, his weak point. But Yeah, yeah, but all the action did look pretty solid. Yeah. No, it was, a, it was a thrilling issue of action-packedness. It's, it's... It was. It, it, it's, it's a quick read, but it was a lot of fun, and I'm I'm really glad I stuck with this one. Yeah, so obviously we'll be, we'll talk about issue four next month. And, uh, Definitely. Yeah. So, no, Silence was good. Silence, Silence was a lot of fun, I think. And it's easily the, the second best of the New Age books uh, what we've had so far. Obviously, yeah, we, that, we still, that terrific. We still have, have half of yeah. them to come, but, yeah, uh, so yeah. far. yeah. I'm I'm excited for new challengers. That should be coming up somewhat soon. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I'm still optimistic about sideways. I'm still optimistic about sideways from what I've read so far, but definitely I'd put this above it right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Is 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 Immortal Men the next one we're getting? Uh... I don't know because we got uh, the Immortal Men preview in the back of the books this week, also, and we got the new challengers. Yeah. So, so those are both coming soon. I, I think they're both May or April. Maybe one's April. Yeah, they're both coming up yeah, next night. That's cool. Uh, uh, just an old Brimstone and an Unexpected are soon as well. Well, I think Brimstone's first and then Unexpected is like July. So, the, yeah, so there's all okay. these things coming. Oh, Br- Curse of Brimstone is next week. Is that next week? Yeah. I'll, 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 I yep. should have that on my list then when we get to the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Maybe I don't. So, uh, no, Silence is solid. Uh, it's good fun. Mm. So, I recommend checking it out. If you like action yeah. stories, I think. And, and I don't know why Matt's not reading this. I guess because he doesn't have a soul. No, I have a soul. I just don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> so. 
He's drawn so, a line somewhere. Uh, yeah, to, for some yeah you draw I... the line at Wonder Woman before this. Yeah, but, you know, because I expect good things. I see Ramita and I'm just like, no. So, that's just, that's my visceral reaction. There's, there's some logic there, I suppose. I can't deny he's, that. He's a nice but... guy. I've met him at cons. He's very nice. So it's not, you know, I just, yeah. his art's not my thing. Well, that does take us on to the end of the show. And by the end of the show, I mean picking our favourite things of the week. Because that's what we always do when we're done talking about the books. Pick our favourite moment slash panel. Pick our favourite cover, favourite art. And our top five books of the week. So, Connor, panel slash moment. Yeah, I'm going to go subvert. Because I feel like, okay, there's Doomsday Clock and Metal. It's easy to pick panels from that. And I feel like they're not even worth mentioning by comparison. Because, you know, we've... Okay, yeah, sure. They're all up there. We we know that. They're full of money moments, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Hal Jordan. And it's the the two-page spread of the giant plane coming to hit Zod in the back. Because that is such a great moment. And I didn't expect that from that book in the way that I expected the moments from Doomsday Clock and Metal. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, Matt? So so mine definitely comes from Doomsday Clock or Metal, but I had a hard time deciding which one. The the, the hardcore Legion fan really wants me to do the Jane Doe stuff, but that's not in and of itself that exciting. Mm-hmm. But the epilogue scene from Metal where they go to the Batman party mm. and Swamp Thing's wearing the bow tie. Yeah, can't fault it. As a, as a Alfred has, his, has like, his tie on as a headband. Uh, so I, I can't fault. So much fun. Yeah, I can't fault. I can't fault picking the whole just at the end either. Uh, so that, I'm actually going to ultimately pick something that's not metal, but I do want to give a shout to one in metal. I mentioned it when we talked about it. Is the moment Batman appears with the, man, the Batman who laughs? That moment was, that was like good. Yeah. that was like mm. a, that hit me. I was like, oh shit, they've not cared each other yet. What is, how does Batman tackle him? Like that was really exciting to me in that mm-hmm. moment. That said, I'm actually going to go with the Power Ranger shot from Flash with all the speedsters yeah. lined up. I figured you were going to because yeah. you spent so much time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. played my hand, I showed my hand a little bit. I'll admit. Yeah. But I, I did really like that, that moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. It's a great panel. Yeah, and this, nah. this has been a fantastic week of books. Oh, that's was, that's was super exciting. Even, even if you take out the event books, like even the regular books, I feel like yeah. Uh, flashback girl and terrific I mean, and I mean even just the fact tech. that me me and you Pete are picking panels that are not from the two big books I don't know yeah like, that, that's that's saying something yeah we never actually mentioned Gary Frank's art but just to mention that, that was phenomenal it's, it's, well, we it's almost not worth it's saying, I, I know right? we don't have to but I just we didn't and I want to mention it uh, actually one thing I want to mention just something we didn't mention in metal just just as a very small thing but they do have Barbados locked up somewhere in chains. Like just mm. that was a panel. I just want to point that out. Uh, yeah. So uh, that'll take us on to picking the best uh, cover of the week. So um, do you know? Obviously, metal's one that's easy to go for. I'm actually going to go for an unconventional choice here. I'm actually going to go with the terrifics. I love how zany and silver age it feels. Just and silly. I like it. No, that's fair. It's just pure joy. I like it. Obviously, Doomsday yeah. Clock's an obvious one with a stack of pancakes, or the the variant with Rorschach with the flames behind them. Yeah, all that's good the one stuff. You go with that one. Okay, I can't yeah, fault yeah. it. Matt. Yeah. Yeah, this one this one's tough because there's a, there's a lot of good stuff on there, but I think I'm gonna go with the uh, the Batgirl variant. Mm, it's got her. Good. Yeah, it's got her. With, yeah, no, with the flashlight, the monsters behind her and Gordon, and it just. In fact, if I it recall, looks like a dime store novel cover. If know? I recall correctly, I like that so much that I put it in the thumbnail for this. I was in the image. Okay. Uh, I would like just a shout out to the the Wonder Woman variant this week. I thought it was particularly yeah. good. 
Actually, maybe I didn't put that in the image because I had to put in Metal and Doomsday Clock for obvious reasons because they're the big things. I might have put in Terrifics as a third thing. Or was it Batgirl? It was one of the two. But the point is, those were the two I was deciding between because I like those both so much. So that'll take us on to Best Art of the Week. So we got Gary Frank on Doomsday Clock. We got Greg Capullo on Metal. And we got Gia Dominical on Flash. We got Gia Dominical on Flash. Yeah, we we have uh, all these things uh, to pick from. Matt. Oh, that's Frank. I can't not. He's one of my favorite artists. But, and know, this I... is such a subdue. It's it's a really subdued issue, but the stuff he does with the facial expressions, like just show Rorschach flying off the handle in the mental hospital, where he goes from calm to just rage. It's honestly boring, it... but I have to agree and go with uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's fair. I think I, I loved. I mean, I loved uh, Domenico on Flash this week, and obviously, uh is great. But I, I have to go with Frank on Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Frank, Frank is flawless. However, I'm gonna give it to Capullo for one reason. Uh huh. The the fact that that epilogue shifted style completely, yeah. and it looked pretty damn great. And like to the point where I thought, wait, is this even still Capullo? I thought this was Janin. I was checking. Like that, that, that impressed me. And Frank is obviously as, as you know, masterful as ever. But I think that that versatility from Capullo wanted to be highlighted. Well, there, you, there you go. Uh, so I'll do the top five books of the week. So Connor, you're up first. Oh God, pressure! The pressure. Th- this this oh, is a hell of a it. week to be doing this. So I know. <laughs> Search your heart, you know. What to uh, do. I might, I might have to start at five on this one because I need more time to think about which one's going at one. Uh, just. Uh... I, I don't know if I'm gonna do it, so, so I'm going backwards. Uh, five is gonna be the, the terrifics. Four is gonna be Flash. Three is gonna be Hal Jordan. Two is going to be Doomsday Clock and One's Mel. There we go. I didn't know what I was going to say until it came out. Oh, man. Matt, what's your top five? So so my number one is metal, and it's just this rock and roll ending to this big event, and we all know how much I love continuity, and this kicks all that down for that. And then we we talked about how much of a, you know, not disappointment's the wrong word, but just overhyped, I guess, I was for Doomsday Clock. So that's number two. Number three is Flash. Four is Terrifics, and five is Batgirl. Yeah, um, well, clean sweep, number one's metal. Uh, I think it just hit all the right notes that it wanted to, and it was better than I was expecting. Um, Doomsday Clock, again, I think disappointing is a harsher word, because I still think it's fantastic. So it is my number two, and I love reading it, and I love everything that it's setting up. I think I'm just glad that metal was against this issue of Doomsday Clock. Oh, yeah, any other issue would have failed. Any other issue would have beat, beat this metal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, hell of a week, though. I mean, that's just number one and two is Metal Six and Doomsday Clock is number two. Uh, number three, Flash. Number four, Terrifics. Number five, Batgirl. That's uh, a great week. Uh, it hell it of feels week. good to have such a good did, week. Wait, did I feel like the last few exactly line up? Kind of, yeah, yeah. You know. did we, was, was that exact, Matt, or was Terrifics and Batgirl swapped around? I can't remember. No, Batgirl was five for me. Terrifics was four. Oh, there you go. Oh, what a week! I didn't might have to change mine. 
What? Trying to repeat? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't change it because those are my yeah. top five. Just no, like, uh, hell of a week. Uh, no, week two was good as well. I think week one and three this month felt a little bit more, especially week uh, one. Week one was a... That's fair. Two's the one I missed, admittedly. Yeah, no, two, two, two was good as well because two had a, a miracle and yeah. uh, a fantastic issue of uh, something else. There was something else I was really excited about week two. I can't remember now, but there was something. Oh, cool. But anyway, uh, so that that is there you go. That, that's our picks for the week. Uh, hell of a hell of a week. Uh, yeah. I'm almost feeling bad for next week because next week's going to feel like <laughs> nothing in comparison. But t- still, we'll find out. We'll 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 see. And what's coming next week? That's a good question. Uh, so coming next week, we have Batman forty four, Superman forty four, Justice League forty two, Green Lanterns forty four, Green Arrow thirty nine. So that's a fill in because we don't have obviously the, yeah. the new run for a while. And uh, Nightwing forty two is out. Deathstroke thirty. Curse of the Brimstone number one, as mentioned. Batman White Knight number seven's out. Um, and then on top of that, that's what we're covering. Uh, also coming out that we won't be covering is Black Lightning Cold Dead Hand 6, potentially. Or did that... I may get pushed. No, no, no it's still there. It's there. All right, Dead Man number 6, Harley Quinn 41, and Cyborg 21, which I believe is the return and the start of Marv Wolfman's run uh, on the on the book. That makes sense. Uh, wasn't it Nightwing's going to be a fill-in issue as well, right? Um... Yeah. Yes. Percy starts right yeah, away. There's two filling issues uh, next month, and then Percy starts in May, and that's when it goes single shipping. Yeah. Which is kind of funny that they still had double shipping for when it's fillings for a month, but whatever. Uh, I, I know for a fact they were previously written stories anyway. They were all ready to go. They were just in the archives that they oh, really? kind of pulled out. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so it's a two parter, so I think that's probably why. Yeah, it, it, it was just yeah. something they pulled out of the archive from like, a couple of years ago. Interesting. Wow. Uh, so it'll be a weird couple of issues of Nightwing then. Yeah, yeah, but hey, but, so that's just uh, a week. Deathstroke's the start of the the Deathstroke vs Batman. Oh, that could be exciting. Yeah, yeah, could be exciting. Uh, we'll get the wrap up of the Bizarro stuff, I think, or at least the next part of it. Uh, yeah, and next part. I Batman, think something start, blue. Yeah, we start the wedding sort of build up next issue. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. We got the Curse of Brimstone. White Knight's going to be almost at an end. It's the second to last issue next week. So you know, some yeah. stuff there still doesn't still compare to this week at all. But it doesn't. <laughs> but stuff there. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm more excited for this week one than I was last month. Yeah, honestly, like for I feel like now we are killing time until No Justice and Bend the Superman and all that stuff like starts. Yeah, a- April's yep. kind of a waste of a month, isn't it? A- April's just the calm before the storm properly starts in May. May's the big stuff, but yeah. hey ho, exciting all the same. Uh, but of course, April does have Action One Thousand and our hundredth episode special mm-hmm. in the same week. So we're building up to that because this was episode ninety-seven, I want to say. So, you know, we're getting yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah. So hey, so big things anyway. So yeah, so a couple of quiet weeks, and then we're hitting with Action Special, and then the one hundred special. So uh, let us know what you thought of this week's books, of course, in the comments, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at DC Comics Podcast. If you want to support the show on the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. There's a link in the description. Uh, we did have our monthly episode go up uh, last week, I think. We did have that go up. That was the GSA by Johns yeah. we did this, this month. Um, but of course, you get one of them every month, uh, so you can look forward to those. Um, I think next month we are doing Green Lantern Earth 1. That was the new Earth 1 that came out this month, so I think we're going to do that for next month, uh, so you can look forward to that. Uh, but otherwise, that is, that is us. So uh, this has been episode 97 of Comics from the Multiverse. We love you loads. 
um, by all means, check out all the other stuff and all you know, television from the multiverse that me and Connor do every week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that is that is us. So, thank you once again. Uh, keep reading DC Comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Has anybody seen Nathaniel Dusk? I'm sorry to get worried. Thank you.